across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. Talk Radio. Well, it's a slightly sombre tone this evening as we look back on a year to the very day since the um, hideous Bowling Green Massacre. Your thoughts and memories, please. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
um, was a year ago to the day, almost to the very minute. It was 4pm exactly on Wednesday, the 3rd of February, 2016, when what we now refer to as the Bowling Green Massacre took place. Uh, A truly dark day in Kentuckian history, in American history and in human history. A little bit about Bowling Green. Uh, It's a city in the uh, Warren County region of Kentucky, the United States. Um, It's the third most populous city in the state after Louisville and Lexington. Um, And it was founded by pioneers in 1798. And exactly a year ago today, tragedy befell it. It is, of course, the Bowling Green Massacre. Um, Controversial in that there, of course, have been several attempts to silence uh, reports of that. But um, we are free to discuss these things and talk about these things as we want. Where were you when you heard what was going on in Bowling Green? Um, and if you have any personal connections with that, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's have a listen to um, what was being broadcast earlier on in the day uh, during the Talk Radio News. Talk Radio. Today marks the one-year anniversary of the Bowling Green Massacre, a tragedy forever etched on the heart of America. This afternoon, communities across the world joined together to pay silent tribute to those affected by the atrocity which shook the Kentucky City, population 63,500, a year ago today. Our reporter at the scene captured the shock of the survivors. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, oh yeah, yes, sir. Definitely. They're out there, man. And I, I'm flying in the plane. I'm always hallucinating. But who really knows what I'm looking at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The whole street was lined up with them, with them cherry pickers and all them crew. I go like, hot dog. Look at that. Boy, look at that thing. Oh, bro. It's just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. Just minding my own business. Bam! Hit me hard right from the back. I was good in my seat. I was like, Whoa! it was like a big rainbow. Boom! And it was coming up. Boom! Boom! And I was like, shoot! And I was scared. I was finna eat a hamburger. It took it. And I don't even know where it's at. I'm just sitting there on my iPod. It's just so frustrating. I want to be in Florida getting a tan on my back. Um... The devastate it's hard to think, isn't it? We, we, we're very lucky in this country. There have, of course, been a few terrorist activities. Um, but they are, they are few and they are far between. And, um, um, yeah, I grew up in the 70s and the 80s when, you know, it, you, you, a suspicious package was seen uh, on the train or the underground. You would report it immediately to the authorities and there was a strong chance it was connected with the IRA. Um, but, but for a place, like Bowling Green, um, where it is so small, for it to to not only be part of a massacre, but to then become part of alternative facts, um, it's a real double whammy. Um, and it's really interesting 
how far authority will go to stop people talking about what we know happened a year ago today. Earlier on today, we called up um, Bruce Wilkerson. He's the mayor of Bowling Green. And, and have a listen to this. It's very telling. This is what he had to say about the Bowling Green massacre. Hi, Bruce. My name's Ian Lee, uh, calling from Talk Radio. I wondered if you had a few moments to talk about the tragic events of this time last year. This time last year? I don't know what you're referring to. I'm referring, of course, to the uh, hideous events of the Bowling Green Massacre. It, it was this. It, it, it is the first anniversary, isn't it? There was no Bowling Green Massacre. The, sorry? There was no Bowling Green Massacre. That's from the mayor of Bowling Green, Mr. Bruce... Wilkerson, alternative facts, mistruths. We don't know who to believe anymore, do we? Well, one person I always believe is Whoopi Goldberg. Those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Um, to be clear, the Bowling Green Massacre actually happened. Two Iraqi citizens who lived in Kentucky were arrested for a massacre. Okay, so let's be really clear yeah. about that. An Iraqi citizen has come to this country and done jack poo mm -hmm. <laughs> for a long time. For many, 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 Jay many, Poole. many, many years. <laughs> That's Whoopi Goldberg speaking on American television so, all right. today. Who are you going to believe? You're going to believe the mayor of Bowling Green, or are you going to believe the star of Sister Act Two and Burglar? I know who I'm going to believe. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, share your memories, uh, where you were um, when you first heard that the situation was kicking off in Bowling Green, uh, what your thoughts are. Uh, how can a, a, a society, a small town, rebuild itself after such tragedy? after such a, a huge event ripped it to its very core. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Tonight we take our hats off and we salute uh, the uh, survivors and, of course, the victims of the Bowling Green Massacre. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Your memories of Bowling Green, um, please, 0344 499 1000. We'll be speaking to two lucky survivors just after uh, half past. It's one of those stories that um, the mainstream media, the MSM, well, they try and ignore. Uh, they try and cover up. You won't have heard much about the uh, anniversary of the Bowling Green Massacre uh, on the BBC or on Sky. It will just be on small, independent, poorly listened to podcasts uh, and um, uh, here on Talk Radio, where we are the home of free speech. Um, one person, though, one person who has been um, bold enough... I would say, bold enough to defy her, uh, the media, 
that she uh, addresses, and also to defy her government, of course, is Kellyanne Conway. This was her speaking earlier on. These are, these are nations very narrowly prescribed and also temporary. Sure. Um, I, I bet there was very little coverage. I bet, I bet it's brand new information to people that President Obama had a six-month ban on the Iraqi refugee program after two Iraqis came here to this country, mm. were radicalized, and there were the master, masterminds behind the Bowling Green Massacre. Well, I mean, most the- people don't know that because it didn't get covered. It didn't get covered. And that just goes to show you can't trust anybody when stories are being covered up um when alternative facts are being presented you can't really trust anybody except for yourself oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand lane good evening mad i just i hope this puts to bed those critics of um Conway, because um, she's a beautiful person. Yep. And, you know, we've been, like our local Bowling Green tomorrow, they've, they've got a, a do on, and they're all having uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken as a sort of mark of respect. And they're not, they're not using any balls uh, because they resemble sort of comedy bombs. The the ones with the fizzing, um, yeah, yeah, and I think that's just like that's the it's the sort of blitz spirit, yeah, that we had in the in the war that's coming out of the uh, the old folk who they would go down there, and, yeah. And I'm so proud to be British at the moment. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's things like that, and I and I have got a, Catherine has got a list, and I've left it out there of um, bowling greens up and down the country that um, will be paying uh, respect in various different ways. Not all yeah. of them have gone as far as to uh, uh, ban the use of actual bowls, but I, that's point taken. Um, and, well, and they will well, be they're actually they're actually employing um, kittens. They've, they've they've gone to the local cat sanctuary. Yep. And they've got a, a white kitten. Called Jack. Yeah. And a few black kittens. Yep. Not the one of all. Kittens of colour now, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And of course, well, not everywhere is lucky. Not, pieces, not every pieces. area, Lane, is lucky enough to have a Kentucky Fried Chicken uh, near them. Some of them, of course, are using um, Dixie Fried Chicken or Alabama Fried Chicken. Dixie Cottage. It's the thought that counts. Yeah, and, um, it, it is. It really is. Um, how has it affected you, Lane? How, how does it affect your day-to-day behaviour? Well, I think for about a year, every every time I've walked past the bowling green, uh, I wept, really. And I've, like, I've sometimes just an inner sort of sigh or whatever, but if I've been on my own, I just can't hold back. But now that's... Kellyanne's come out with this, I think I'll be able to... Lane, can I, can I read you a tweet that we've just had in? And this is, when I said we were going to do this, this is typical of um, the alt-right on, on yeah. Twitter. Let me read you this. This is from Mick. Mick says, don't believe the MSM. They were all paid actors. There was no Bowling Green Massacre. Well, Alex Jones from InfoWars He's been bleating on about this for about, well, eight months. Mm. Um, but I say bleating, he just shouts a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like that. That's an excellent impression. But, um, like, and he's always on the money. Yeah. 
Lane, listen, he, knows, he knows the sport. Lane, so. thank you very much indeed. Uh, we'll, we'll try and get a list of um, those bowling greens that will be um, eating fried chicken tomorrow as uh, a mark of respect. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If anything is happening at your local bowling green or indeed your Kentucky fried chicken. Uh, so we'll be speaking to two survivors of the massacre uh, just after half past ten. Um, let's go to Paul. Evening, Paul. Uh, how's it going, I am? Have I got your name right? It yeah, is that's, I That's, am, that's it? right, Paul, yeah. Yes, I wanted to say that Bruce, Bruce Wilkinson was there. He's got blood on his hands. I was there. I took two balls on the chin, knocked my ass out. I can only give you a partial account of the events, obviously, because I was unconscious for three to four hours. Mm. But I swear, to you, I swear to you now, hand on the Bible, two balls on the chin, knocked my ass out. Knocked your ass out, did it? Figuratively speaking, yes. Yeah. So oh. I just drop the accent. I'm no good at it. Oh, I, working, mate, it? mate, no, go away. We're not, we're not... For God's sakes. This is the problem. This is the problem. When you are um, a lone wolf, a lone voice in the wilderness, um, you get trolls like that trying to um, sabotage things. It's a very serious thing that we are, are, are talking about. Uh, Kellyanne Conway, of course, um, one of the few people in authority to um, speak out. I've seen some rather unpleasant gifs of her today, um, making out that she's one of the um, skeleton aliens from the movie They Live, uh, which is unfair. I, I think that's a particularly unpleasant thing to do. Didn't know a lot about Kellyanne Conway um, until recently. She's 50 years old. Um, and she was, uh, she endorsed Ted Cruz and was rather rude about, um, Donald Trump, um, until he offered her a job and then sensibly she took it and, uh, is now the, um, political, uh, uh, she's the counsellor to President Donald Trump. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to the uh, US of America. And Dave. Hello there, sir. Hey, Dave. Um, give us your memories on Bowling Green. You know, you, you, sure, you brought it all back to me. I just, you, you really brought it back to me. I was, um, I was driving down I 55 at the time and I just had to pull my car over and, um, and pull over to the side. I was so amazed by why it was happening. Mm. Mm. Um, I was so. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Back again. Yeah, I don't know um, that area um, that well. Uh, I fifty five. Is that anywhere near Bowling Green? No, it's a bit further. It's a bit further up in the Chicago, up, up in the Illinois area. Yeah, Chicago, than, Illinois. Kentucky, Kentucky is Kentucky is to the south of. Um, of, of um, Illinois, so they're very south of Illinois, just touches on to the yeah. half friends in that area. Have you but spent time in this country, Dave? Because I'm, I'm kind of getting a vague West Country accent, w- along with your Native American accent. No, no sir. No, no, sir. I've never been in the, in the United Kingdom. Okay. I'd, I'd love to visit there one day. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, you'd be very, very welcome. Um, and that's the thing about America. When something like this happens, and of course it's, it's, these, these atrocities uh, 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 until the Muslim ban was in place were happening on a daily basis. Um, it really does... Um, it, America bleeds, doesn't it? I did. I, I had to, as I said, I had to stop the car 
and I had to go back home, back home and hug my family and make sure they were all fine. It was all, it was just so terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, interesting, isn't it, that, that um, it doesn't get talked about anymore, Dave. It's that the mainstream media does its best to cover up these daily acts of terrorism like the Bowling Green Massacre. What, what are your thoughts on that? We just seem to get we just seem to get one massacre after another. I mean, we have a shoot we have shootouts at the malls almost daily on a daily basis. So it's very easy to forget that one massacre a year later. As I say, you your radio station brought it all back. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, um, stopping Muslims coming in will stop massacres like this happening again. Well, we can only pray so, sir. We can only pray so. Okay. Well, that's that's great, Dave. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Don't worry, we won't be talking about this all evening. We'll be um, having a little bit of fun uh, later on. I just kind of thought that with um, that, that with it being a year and 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 with it being such uncertain times as to who we can trust, um, what news outlets can we trust i certainly don't trust um the left-wing bias bbc um don't trust sky uh trust none of the printed newspapers um i get all of my information of course from uh websites and uh documentaries um that i find on youtube um and it really is. People, the, the governments and, and, and MSM really can try and suppress information, but with outlets like YouTube, with outlets like Twitter or, or Bebo or MySpace, there, there is only so much suppression they can do. The facts will out. And I say this to all the leaders around the world. The facts will out you cannot suppress this kind of stuff for too long oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand let's go to alan good evening alan good evening ian alan what are your memories of bowling green well i want to quote alex brooker on the last leg alex alex who sorry alex brooker okay yep he said quote are there so few shootings in america that they're having to make them up That's what he said on the last leg tonight. Well, that's a bit poor taste, isn't it? I don't like that's that program. That's what he program. said tonight on the last leg. I don't, I don't like that program. I think it mocks the disabled. And this is what he said according to Wikipedia, because there's a Wikipedia page about it. Oh, is there? Yeah. What does it say on Wikipedia about it? The Bowling Green Massacre is a fictitious incident mm. referred to by the Council of the President, is, Kellyanne Conway. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Alan. Wikipedia is edited by um, uh, people like you. I mean, anyone can make a. Page. Anyone can make a Wikipedia page, and I bet if you cha- you you trace the IP address of that, it goes back to um, either Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama. Well, let, well, let, according to this, it was made. I'm just loading up the old. Yes, let's okay. Let, let's let's. Um, according to this, it was made at three forty-eight a.m. today. Yeah. By. Is he Balikel? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Alan. You stay there and listen to this. This is a news report that Talk Radio were playing out earlier on today. And you tell me if this is made up. Talk Radio. 
Today marks the one-year anniversary of the Bowling Green Massacre, a tragedy forever etched on the heart of America. This afternoon, communities across the world join together to pay silent tribute to those affected by the atrocity which shook the Kentucky City population 63,500 a year ago today. Our reporter at the scene captured the shock of the survivors. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, oh yeah, yes, sir. Definitely. They're out there, man. And I, I'm flying in the plane. I'm always hallucinating. But who really knows what I'm looking at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The whole street was lined up with them, with them cherry pickers and all them crew. I go like, hot dog. Look at that, boy. Look at that thing. Oh, bro. It's just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. Pull back. Just minding my own business. Damn! Hit me hard right from the back. I was glued to my seat. I was like, Whoa! it was like a big rainbow. Boom! And it was coming up. Boom! Boom! And I was like, shoot! And I was scared. I was finna eat a hamburger. It took it. And I don't even know where it's at. I'm just sitting there on my iPod. It's just so frustrating. I want to be in Florida getting a tan on my back. Are those people making it up, Alan? Well, we were talking about the arrest of Iraqi nationals in 2011. Because I think the Bolly Green Massacre never happened. It's been a scam and we bothered us to enforce immigration mate, policy. Mate, mate, we're going to speak to someone in a minute who, was, who survived the uh, the Bowling Green Massacre. You've spent too much time reading the mainstream media. You need to get on the internet more, Alan. Right. People like you are actually quite offensive. Sorry. Yeah, thank you, Alan. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee. Talk radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Um, to be clear, the Bowling Green Massacre actually happened. Two Iraqi citizens who lived in Kentucky were arrested for a massacre. Okay, so let's be really clear yeah. about that. An Iraqi citizen has come to this country and done jack pool mm-hmm. <laughs> for a long time. For many, 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 many years. Jack Poo is um, American slang for terrorist atrocity. We're not going to talk about this all night. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. We're getting a lot of people saying, why are you banging on about this? It was a year ago. It was a tiny town in America. Get over it. You get over it. (laughs) Yeah? You get over it. We're not going to dwell on it all night. I just think it's really, really important that we talk about this and that we address this. Because we are living in an age, dear listener, where I don't know who to trust. Do I trust Hugh Edwards? Probably not. Do I trust Jon Snow? I doubt it. Do I trust the politicians? Not really. Who do we trust? The newspapers? Nah. TV news? Don't think so. Radio 4? Get lost! So, we're asking a lot of big questions this evening about alternative facts, fake news, and who can we believe? Well, we can believe that an incident happened a year ago in uh, Bowling Green 
in Kentucky. And um, we can talk about that because we've got one of the survivors. We've got Herb Schatz on the line. Evening, Herb. Or good afternoon, yeah. Herb. I, I tell you right, good afternoon. I tell you right now, I, I can't believe what, what I've heard he, here tonight. Okay, I, 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 I tell you right, I can't wait till your prime minister comes and shuts y'all down. Okay. What's what's upset you, Herb, this evening? It's all, it's all a conspiracy. Y'all, y'all making it up. M- making what up? All this stuff, everything I heard so far tonight, y'all, you, you need to get it straight, because it is not what happened in Bowling Green. Tell us, you, 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 you live in Bowling Green, don't you, Herb? You've lived there for um, 73 right. years. Why don't you tell yeah, us yeah. what you saw and what you experienced a year ago today? Okay, well, me, me and my buddy uh, Jed, we, 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 we're part of the Kentucky Brethren. Uh, the bowling, we do, we bowl. Yep. Like the outdoors bowl. Now, one year ago, uh, we went to go bowling and, uh, we had, there's, I don't know if this happens in your country, but it's like one day a year when all the ants come out. And we they have, fly. we have flying ant day. Uh, yeah. You have that. You yes. have the flying ant day. Yes, we do. Okay. Well, we were bowling and it was a tournament and, we, you know, and, but it was flying ant day. So Jed jacked off. He Sorry? Threw, he jacked off. He threw the jack ball. Is that the technical term? He, the, he jacked off. Yep. And then uh, it was like my turn to bowl, and the, the, the flying ants was everywhere. Yep. And the next thing I know, like, I, it was just all crushed under my balls, and I spent the whole afternoon just wiping ant juice off of my balls. And we were just, hello? I, I'm listening, Herb, yep. We were just holding each other, you know, just like crying, and, and, and there, there ain't no shame in, in grown men crying together. Um... And if one thing leads to another, well, so be it. But I, I know what I saw. And, and, and you're and sure that I these saw. were flying ants and these weren't, uh, this wasn't shrapnel or, or nails or anything like that from an explosive device? There were, there were some fellas and, uh, no, there, there was a very strong smell in the town that day. You know when you're boiling pigs, trotters? I don't know that, no. Because we pickle them. Wow. you never seen that? No, I've not. For, well, is that for, for your like dogs? That. It's kind of a sweet smell, but right. a sour smell. Yep, sweet and sour smell, yeah. And that, to me, that's, that's the smell of terror. Yeah, yeah. You know? What's the, um, Herb, what's the mood been like? How has the town rebuilt itself? No, it hadn't had rebuilt it. No. It ain't no, no going to be the same again. I, I tell you, this whole country, there's one man who who's who going to make that right. Mm. And that's Donnie Osmond. Oh. I mean, Donald Trump. Yep. Yes, Donald Trump, the, the president. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he going he gonna to fix it all up because he understands what this country needs. It needs less Muslims. It needs fewer Muslims, yeah. Fewer or less, yeah. The the people got it. Less Muslims, hence the Muslim ban. Do you think that that's going to work? It's caused a lot of controversy, Herb. Well, it's like this. You see, like, 
you can use a hand, you can use a finger to pull a trigger or to make love. You understand? It's the same tool. Now, you have to make a decision, like, maybe we should just get rid of all the fingers. Yep. And then you can't, no one can pull any triggers, but then no one can make love. Now, it's the same when you take the Muslim people. You want to take, you want to remove the fingers from Muslims? I'm I'm saying Muslims lack fingers, you understand? You, they're not good, they're not bad, they just are, but... It's how we use them. Too many fingers, then you're going to have a lot of pain. Herb, um, really, inspi- really inspiring, yeah. really inspiring talking to you this, this evening, Herb. Well, God bless you, sir, and I hope that you can find a way to true enlightenment and pursue a path of honesty and thank emotional you, thank, solidarity. Thank you very much for your time, Herb. That's uh, Herb Schatz there, one of the sea, uh, survivors of um, the Bowling Green Massacre. I think we can go to um second one now. It's a gentleman called Nick Wyatt. Good evening, Nick. Uh, good evening, sir. Uh, uh, Nick, why don't you uh, tell us your memories of um, exactly 365 days ago? Well, uh, it's an interesting story, uh, i got to say. I mean, I was working at the Bowling Green at the time. I'm a, I'm a nurse. Yeah. And uh, we were called out to this uh, old guy. I can't um, remember his name. is um, like uh, Harry or something. He right. was just outside on the green, just kind of curled up in a ball, like just kind of oh. rubbing his ball. Was this, her- was- was this Herb? Herbert, yes. Yeah, get, that was it. That was get Herb back, because we were just speaking to Herb. Oh God! Really? Wow! What a what a, what a blast from the past, uh, yeah. so to speak. Wow. Um, well, yeah. So he was he was kind of you know laying out there on the green, just rubbing his balls, just nonstop. Yep. And uh, we kind of we pulled him back inside, and uh, you see he was going on about some kind of uh, some kind of an ant massacre or yeah, something. Yeah, ant day, ant day. Yeah, exactly. That was it. And uh, it's like kind of one word spread to the other. Someone heard massacre. Well, you know, I think they call it a. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hang on a second, Nick. We just just lost you there for a second. Carry on, Nick. Sorry, it's not a great line here between the state here in the states. Go on. Oh, sorry. I was just saying that uh, you know, we, we he was going on about this massacre. One person caught wind, and then it kind of Chinese whispered its way. Because I'm not um I'm not actually from Kentucky. I'm from New York. I just kind of came here to you know get away from it all. Uh, I I, kinda, I don't really look at the news or anything, but apparently the town's kind of got a load of attention recently because this uh. The story kind of spun out of control, huh? Can I ask, Nick, have you um, spoken to Herb Schatz since the Bowling Green no, Massacre? God, no, Wow, no, this no, no. is... I feel, I feel like Scylla Black. You don't know who she is. She's, uh, she's dead now. Um, but I feel... Any, well, here we... Surprise, surprise. Uh, Nick, say hello to Herb Schatz. Uh, Herb? Yes, sir. Herb, this is Nick, the um, the young attendant at the Bowling Green, who um, helped wipe your balls down. Nick, no, no. come on, Hello, Nick, Herb, that, how are you doing? Is that you? That uh, it's me, sir. How are you doing? Oh my good God, I rem- I, I don't. I, I'll be honest with you, son. I don't remember your face. Oh, but I remember oh. you, the tender care in your hands. It was a very emotional day for me. It was a very emotional day. I remember the way you held my balls and you, you 
Promise them back. Too late with giving This is, um... This, uh, oh, this is a very, very emotional time for Excuse all me, of sir, it's very yeah. easy for you to be... No. You weren't there and you no. don't know what it was like no, and you no, didn't no. see I, what we saw. I'm, I, well, I'm imagining in great detail, but no, I'm, I'm just saying, Herb, sorry, I'm just saying that this is a very powerful... I feel like I'm eavesdropping on a piece of history. Well, I, so I, I hope it stays history. That's all I that's all. Okay, well, um, guys, um... Uh, the, the Herb. Nick, God bless you. God bless you, Nick. Herb. Oh, thank you. you did. Yeah. Herb, would you like us to um, pass your details on to Nick so maybe you can talk after afterwards? Uh, he can hit me up on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Thank you very much, Herb Schatz and Nick Wyatt there. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Stephen. Oh, hi. Um, sorry if I sound a bit subdued compared to how I normally sound. I normally sound a bit more lively, but uh, I mean, it's more appropriate to will take this a bit more seriously, obviously. The uh, subdued voice is more appropriate when we're commemorating, um, and I nearly said celebrating, my bad, when we're commemorating the anniversary of a, ter- a massacre such as the Bowling Green Massacre. What, what are your memories of it, Stephen? And also your thoughts on the mainstream media trying to keep it covered up? Well, that's right. I mean, it's, it was about 10 p.m. our time, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so, so talk radio hadn't restarted, and I was about to listen to um, the sports bar on talk sport, mm. you know, Cundy and uh, Andy Goldstein. Yes. And someone uh, sent me a text informing me of this, and I was so shocked. Well, this will make me sound quite pretty, actually, but I dropped a mug of tea, and yep. it stuck sticks in my mind because I'd won that mug. On an LBC competition. Oh no! And it shattered. You see, was it was it a Steve Allen mug? Yeah, I think so. Oh no, mate! I'm sorry. That's terrible. So and then you know, so it sticks in my mind for that reason. I thought, well, I can hardly write to them. I think can have another one. You know, (laughs) yeah, have a replacement gift. You know, and then fortunately for me, the tea was uh, tepid. You know, and uh, it was just like hot, and I spilled it down my jeans. Yeah, it looked like. Massacring your pants, it looked like. Well, that's probably inappropriate, actually. I'll take that back immediately. Sorry. something like that you, you it, it can be a real special i mean it, it's a small thing and we've got thousands of talk sport and talk radio well thousands of talk sport and tens of talk radio mugs here uh, but to 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 civilians to to people like you you know the little people that, that kind of stuff is important isn't it especially with steve's name on it yeah you know, i mean well you know but um you see the mainstream media well yes you see strange uh it wasn't mentioned on Talk Sport by the top of the hour news. As I say, it, it, you know, it was Cundy and Goldstein about to come on. Yeah, fine. And uh, I was informed by text from um, 
friend who's in touch with my cousin who lives in the USA on the West Coast. Right, yeah. So, uh, that, you see. And, uh, you know, I got just startled, and hence I dropped, dropped my mug. And um, uh, so, you know, I, I think you're right. The mainstream cannot be trusted on this, and you have to rely on your private means, your private contacts, you know, like word of mouth, you know, my cousin contacting a friend who texts me at the same time as I'm about to listen to the news on talk sport, then, you know, and who do I believe? I mean, I'm more likely to believe my text, aren't I? Yeah. Than listen yeah. The new, obviously. Um, Stephen, can I ask you, it, it is a year on, a year to the day, and we did consider kind of doing a live Twitter feed, recreating exactly what happened, but there's so much of it shrouded, shrouded in mystery. But a, a year later on, Stephen, almost to the very, very minute, um, have you got yourself a new mug? Yeah, I have. I've got, I've got a couple more mugs, but then designer mugs, like, you know, I mean, I've got a couple of white ones, a couple of blue ones, but n- nothing with logos, you know, so I mean, uh, I think I missed the mug, to be honest, I mean, um, I mean, I've been into talk, talk radio, because I met you, you know, once, yep. do you remember, when, yes, when I, was on the, yep. I was on the James Wales show, yes. and um, it did, did cross my mind while I was in the kitchen to see if I could, uh, or purloin one of the talk radio ones, but I couldn't see any, you see, no. I mean, I couldn't see any talk radio mugs, and, uh, all I could find were chip ones that Ash had used, which yes. are basically fancy. Well, you could get a contact high and probably a, 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 a sexually transmitted disease off of a mug uh, that Ash has used. Stephen, I appreciate your time and your memories. And um, it shows that these things happen, you know, in a small town. Small town in the middle of that. We've never heard of it before. And yet the, the shock waves are felt all over the world. Stephen there lost a, a, a treasured Steve Al- Allen mug. Um, just goes to show. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, you can call in about other bits and pieces as well this evening if you want. Some exciting news. I've learned how to make GIFs. It's pronounced GIFs, not GIFs. So when I tweeted I was going to become a professional GIF maker and quit my job here, all of you that were making um, punny job titles with the word GIF, well, they don't work. One of you, one of them was, um, give me a chance. It doesn't work because it's GIF. But I've worked out how to make GIFs on my phone. It's not even on a computer. I spent ages trying to do it on a computer. I'm such an idiot, right? By the way, I, I absolutely stink. Um, we're having terrible problems in our house with, um, all of our electricity. You know, the, the electricity cupboard the, with all the fuses on. Uh, it keeps tripping. It keeps tripping so we turn off some of the fuses so it doesn't trip that's safe right if it's tripping it means it's working yeah it means you're safe and then i found um that uh, it turned out a um cupboard this is all true boring but true a cupboard had fallen off the wall in the kitchen exposing some wires and I went, well, there's exposed wires there. It looks like some, you know, dodgy refit in India. I'm not being racist. When I was in India, I saw some dodgy refits like that. Um, and I said, that's probably what's tripping the fuses. So an electrician came out today. Unfortunately, when the electrician came out, I was asleep. So a key had been left under a mat for this electrician. And I could hear the electrician, you know, sort of bumbling around downstairs. But I was in and out of sleep. And uh, I came down a few hours later and he'd gone. 
and he'd fixed the exposed wires. And then I turned the kettle on and the fuse tripped again. Flipping it. And now here's, and now here's the rub. For whatever reason, the boiler doesn't work now. So we've got no hot water and no central heating and the fuse keeps tripping and we've got rats. So we're basically living, um, in Dickensian times. So I stink this evening. I'm wearing the same shirt I wore yesterday. And actually, thinking about it, there's no reason for that. Because I have plenty of clean shirts. That's just laziness. That is pure laziness that I'm doing that. I couldn't be bothered to iron a shirt. So I'm wearing the same shirt and I've not had a shower. Um, and so I'm, I'm feeling very fresh. But, 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 but. I worked out how to make GIFs, and I spent an hour, right, trying to work out how to do it on my computer, and I was reading all these, f- I was going into forums and stuff, and then I found this app that was free, but it was it was really rubbish, right, and it basically, it will make a GIF out of what is on your screen, so you have to size it, so that if you're playing a video, it does that, and it captures that, and then I wanted to send the GIF, because it was a GIF of my youngest eating a chocolate eclair. And I, it was funny because I had it going forwards and then backwards. So he was putting it up to his mouth, biting it, then taking it out. And it, was, it, was, it was that. And I thought, oh, I'll send that to my wife so she can show it to the boys because they'll find that funny. Um, and so I clicked on it and it turns out by clicking on it, I'd uploaded it to the Internet. Yeah, I know. Absolute disaster. I'd uploaded this and I'm very particular about my kids. You don't know their names. Well, you might do if you've listened really, really carefully to the last two years of me broadcasting, because I think I've let them slip twice. Um, but suddenly I'm thinking, oh, God, there's a video of my boy on the internet. What? Supposing he becomes a meme. Supposing, right, um, you know, people want to start saying, well, you're greedy, and they find that gif of my boy eating it. You're greedy. Oh, she's put on weight, and it's, it's my boy. It's my boy. Genuinely, all this is going through my head, right? Absolutely panicking. So I had to email the website and say, I'm really sorry. Can you remove this GIF? Luckily, they did. Anyway, 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 I'm getting to the point, right? Well, I'm not getting to the point because there isn't actually a point. But So I've downloaded this app on my phone called Image Play or something. And um, you can make GIFs on it. And I, I, I've paid one ninety nine, so it's not got a watermark on. I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm doing all right. Um, and you can actually make GIFs on it. I'm going to make a GIF now, and I'm going to send it. Right. I'm going to make a GIF, and I'm going to tweet it. Um, turn the camera around. Um, press, rec- uh, press record and wave, smile, then look sad. There we go. Done. Right. Now I'm going to um, edit that. And what we'll do is um, speed it up a little bit. There we go. Speed it up a little bit. And um, we'll have it go. I like it when it bounces backwards and forwards. There we go. And what we're going to do... Oh, oh, by the way, sorry. I'm just sat here chatting to myself while I do an app. If you want to call in, you'd be very, very welcome. 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. 0344 499 1000. I'm saving that. And then I'll tweet that at Ian Lee. And you can be part of the... And I know GIFs are like so 2005. 
but um oh it blew my mind i know what i'm doing this weekend i'm playing um sonic racing because i bought that so it's sonic characters but like micro machines not micro machines um mario kart but with sonic uh, and they're making gifs all weekend evening jay evening ian J- are you a gif fan jay uh, are you, are you, and a laugh? It's GIF. Oh, mate, no! I don't care what, I don't care what the inventor of the GIF says. He hasn't got a clue. It's not a graphic interchange format. I don't say graphic interchange format. It's, mate, it's GIF. It's like the, the Moog, the Moog synthesizer is actually pronounced Moog. I know, that's because it was his name, and that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, so, Exactly! Yeah, it, it was his name. He didn't invent it. It was his name. He did invent it, but it was his name. Oh, I can't... The guy up- invented it... I can't the guy upload this graphic- to <sighs> I can't, I'm just saying I can't upload this to Twitter. Yeah, well, I, I'm sitting here fuming because you keep saying... You said GIF more times than any person's ever said GIF in the whole world ever. Because GIF is the right thing, you muppet! Oh, you, no, 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 no! Don't you fall for the propaganda, Ian. The propaganda? The propaganda. Proper grand grander, grandier. That's what, that's what it is. There we go. But I've just uh, tweeted oh. my I've just tweeted my GIF. Ah! Yeah, exactly. That's what I've done. I've tweeted my GIF. Jay, uh, uh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I've tweeted. In that case, then your name is Gay. Pardon? If it's GIF, then you're Gay. Well. What if I was? What, no, what, no, what, I'm not saying you're homosexual. I'm saying your name is gay. No, no, no. So you pronounce my name with a G. Yeah, like you pronounce G. A soft G. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, like... no, 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 no. Because listen, to, listen, listen. This is very important, Ian. This is All the right, most gay, important go on. thing that anyone's ever said ever. What does GIF stand for? G I F. That's the, what does gay stand for? I stand for uh, moral fortitude and um, goodwill to all men. That's what I stand for. Right. Okay. Well, I'm just. Let me. Do, can I just tweet my GIF, Gay? Is that all right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can. You can. But we're going to get to the bottom of this. You, you, you'd like to? <laughs> Ian, I'm surprised at these homophobic comments coming from your There's mouth. There's nothing homophobic about it. I'm in. Bra- I'm just saying. If the word is GIF, then your name is Gay. No, 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 because that's just, that's just a false logic. That's a false logic. There are two ways to pronounce the letter G. That's correct. There's a soft G and there's a hard G. G and J, right? What does... Yeah, I mean, uh, today of all days, what have we learned in the last 365 days? Turns out, not a lot. Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Jeff, GIF, you decide. And anything you fancy with that, sit and have a look through the papers in a bit. And you can call in about whatever you want. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for a living in the movies and TV. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies. 
Spooky summer, the guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I told ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay Hey, hey I might jump an open drawbridge Or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That makes Eastwood look so fine Let me do the business. Here's the business. Business. Saturday, the 4th of February, which is um, uh, tomorrow, is World Cancer Day. And Talk Radio has teamed up with Cancer Research UK to urge everyone to join forces in one incredible act of unity to help beat cancer, guys. The charity is urging supporters to donate or wear a specially designed unity badge. Band, band, band. It wouldn't be a badge. It's not the 70s. Don't get badges anymore. And I think that that is wrong. They've gone for a band. Good for them. Badges would also be appropriate as a symbol of strength and unity. All proceeds help pioneer research into all 200 types of cancers and fund over 4,000 scientists, doctors and nurses in the UK. And these are the proper scientists, not the ones that um, work out, that spend a year studying if you yawn, does your cat yawn too. These are the ones that are actually looking for the cures for cancer. Although, my cat does yawn if I yawn. Unity bands are available in all Cancer Research UK stores, partner outlets and online. Join the hashtag Act of Unity, end of hashtag, right now at cruk.org slash worldcancerday. cruk.org slash worldcancerday for a suggested donation of two quid. Funds raised will help to continue life-saving research. Keep listening! As Talk Radio has some exciting things planned with Stand Up to Cancer, it says there, so it must be true. 0344-499-1000, dear listener, is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're uh, you're more than welcome to. Um, I've seen, you've seen the front page of Tomorrow's Sun. Be- Beck's C-Word Fury... At Sir Snub. Now I'm only seeing someone's tweeted this, so, so I, I, can't, I can't. Can I make it bigger so I can read it? My, I tell you what, my eyes are. I'm going to go and get my eyes tested soon because they're actually. Um, and you can zoom in on the computer, can't you? Zoom in. I hate zooming in though because then I can't remember how to get it to the how I like it. Zoom in one more. Here we go. David Beckham's multi-million-pound image was shattered last night. Was it? After damning emails revealed he used charity work (laughs) as part of a desperate campaign to win a knighthood. A series of bombshell leaks showed that after being snubbed, he branded the honour committee... (laughs) I'd like to read the full email, please. He branded 
the Honours Committee unappreciative C-bombs and dismissed lower awards. Ranting continued on page four. We don't have page four because it's online. And now my computer screen is all, is the wrong size. Oh, there we go. I fixed it. Um, oh, it's been emailed to me. We'll, con- we'll continue. Hang on a second. Stay there, uh, Chris. Stay there, Paul. Hang on a second. Here we go. Let's, uh, let's, get, let's get the lowdown on the, on the showdown here. Um, uh, oh, oh, this is brilliant. Oh, mate, this is brilliant. Story of the year. He was the, um, David Beckham was the um, the best guest they could drag up, drag up for the 75th anniversary of, um, not You've Been Framed, um, Desert Island Discs. In a series of bombshell leaks, the football legend branded the Honours Committee unappreciative C's and dismissed lower awards, ranting, Unless it's a knighthood, F off! <laughs> oh. David Beckham, who met with babies and mothers who survived Typhoon Haiyan, wrote that he would have been awarded a knighthood ten years ago if he was American. Uh, no, Americans can't get knighthoods. That's how thick he is. Um. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. As reported by a number of European media outlets, including L'Equipe, the furious star also initially refused to use his own money to fund his charity and turned down millions of pounds in work to raise money for UNICEF. Demanded UNICEF pay for a £7,000 business class flight despite his sponsors splashing out on a private jet. Set up a sham segment on the Jonathan Ross show to raise the prospect of a knighthood. What is this? What the hell is this? Moaned that his involvement in the that tax avoidance scheme was hampering his chances. Raged when singer Catherine Jenkins was handed in OBE. Oh, but she is good. Oh, she's lovely. Um, uh, the former England captain turned philanthropist and dodgepot raged at the failures of officials to make him Sir David and admitted his charitable efforts were a conscious effort to win an honour. Um, the cachet of leaked messages between Beckham, who currently holds an OBE, who doesn't, huh? And his closest aides could see his reputation shattered as it reveals the concerted efforts to win favour from the Honours Committee and the public. Well, I mean, fair play to him. I mean... Everybody, everybody that gets honours—not everybody—a lot of people that get honours. They didn't when when David Cameron um, resigned as prime minister. He went and stayed in some bloke's house because he had to move out of number ten, Sharpish. That bloke got a knighthood. The the bloke whose house he moved into got a knighthood. The woman that um, made Sam Cam look hot got like an OBE or something, didn't she? She got something. So, I mean. It's all jobs for the boys. Yes, there are a few, a few people who, who, who get these, these awards and, and, and then it's a pleasant surprise. But can you really blame him? Um, uh, messages also suggest he forcefully backed Scottish Independent at the 2014 referendum in a bid to appeal to the establishment. What? Messages suggest he forcefully backed Scottish Independents 
to appeal to the establishment. Well, that doesn't make sense, does it? After missing out on a knighthood in 2013, the footballer wrote a furious email to his long-time PR man, Simon Oliveira. Ah, I'd imagine that him and Mr Oliveira have uh, had a bit of a falling out, hence these emails being released. Raging that classical star Catherine Jenkins had been handed an OBE, writing... Have you read it? Catherine Jenkins? OBE? For what? Singing at the rugby and going to see the troops, plus taking coke? Effing joke. Jenkins has previously admitted to taking drugs in her past, including cocaine and ecstasy, and confessed, curiosity got the better of me. Singing, well, fair play, singing at national event and going to see the troops, that's, those are quite, those are quite, you know. What do you do, David? You kick a football around and look like a ponce. And railing at the Honours Committee, the organisation who recommended worthy recipients, who recommend worthy recipients for titles. Beckham also blasted, they're a bunch of C's. I expected nothing less. He wrote of the Honours Committee in late December 2013. Who decides on the Honours? It's a disgrace, to be honest. And if I was American, I'd have got something like this ten years ago. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have got anything. Um... Uh... In response, Oliveira wrote to Beckham's agent and best friend, this gives us even more reason to work this year on UNICEF, the armed forces and other charitable commitments. Uh, This is the best story ever. Um, uh, uh, It goes on. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Totally, totally stitched up there. Wonderful. Wonderful. But he should be honest. Yeah, so what? I don't want to go and hang out with all these um, starving kids and people with HRV. I don't want that. I want to be a bloody knight. He has. He's He's annoyed somebody. Golden Balls has annoyed somebody to get the wrath of that story. Oh, and that, and that exciting. Oh, it's not. It's, it's mean, really. Uh, Chris and Paul, stay there. Come to you in a minute. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Lots of people. One. Um, saying, can we do a tribute show to Barry from Watford? Barry from Watford, you, uh, you, you, you probably heard, passed away a couple of weeks ago. Um, and, uh, oh, what a surprise is, um, son, Dave, um, has been sentenced to 16 years for ABH. A coincidence? I don't know. I'm not in any way suggesting that Dave murdered his dad, but... Um, Barry from Watford passed away. Some, someone has hacked his Twitter account and sending out fake tweets. Um, and, and Suleiman says, can you do a, a tribute show to Barry? Maybe, maybe next month if we, c- if we can cram it in. We've got a lot of stuff coming up. We've got a, a drummer called Dougie next week. We've got Dave Mason. Uh, we've got a lot, a lot of stuff to, to do. So remind me towards the end of February and we'll, we'll see if we can squeeze in, um, like a two minute montage of Barry clips. I don't know. Um, Paul. Hey. Hello, Paul. How you doing, fella? I'm all right. I'm very sweaty and stinky, but apart from that, I'm excellent. 
Good man. I can't say February very well either. February. Well, no, February. Would you, hang on. You say you, you say you can't say February very well either. The implication being, I can't say it well. I say it properly. I pronounce the first of the two R's. February. 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 Uh, I'd say it's, it doesn't sound right, man. Well, it doesn't sound right to your ears, but it's because you're not as educated as me. I went to a grammar school <laughs> and, a, and a university. February. Okay. I said it all. I'm also you aware that I'm that. also aware that after listening to three hours halfway through the Alan Partridge book, I'm now saying everything in Alan Partridge's voice. <laughs> I'm doing the same intonation. That book is so funny. I cannot stress. Have you started listening to it yet, Kath? Oh God, uh, do you like Alan Partridge, Paul? No, I, I, I listen to audio books, but I don't listen to. Um... Uh, Alan Partridge very well. Yeah, no, like. some people don't like him, and it's 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 always one of life's mysteries. Because I, even the film that wasn't that good, I was in hysterics. And some people don't like him, and I I could watch him do anything, and it uh, Partridge just makes me laugh so much. But this book is absolutely wonderful. What was the? There was a bit that um, oh, what was the bit that really made me? Oh, there's a whole chapter about Edmonds and why he hate why he hates Edmonds, and it's just <laughs> stunning. It's so funny. I refuse to use his first name. It's oh, it's beautiful. Anyway, no. but you're, you're not a fan, Paul. You're not a fan. You've gone down. I'm not bothered really anymore. about Alan Partridge or uh, whatever you like. You know. Never mind. What I'm you got not, for us, not, Paul? Um, uh, well, Ian, you, I'm a, a, as an electrician myself. Like he was on about your um, oh. your, your oh. Yeah, the electric's going down. Yeah, the, the, the whole oh, the, the the fuses keep tripping. Right, and I think you've got a faulty kettle or a faulty toaster. That's my own opinion. Oh. Or it could be someone that's plugged into the to the actual ring main, oh. which is well. Hang on out. a minute. Hang on a minute. Right, we can work this out. We can fix this, Paul. And then I'll go back tonight and do it with by torchlight because I I reckon I can work it out. The Don't plug know. right. The plug socket that the kettle and the Nespresso were plugged into, that the, there's a dual socket in the kitchen, that yeah. socket stopped working. It's an, it might have an RCD switch on it. What? It might have a, 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 a residual or current device switch on it, what which trips it out. <laughs> or maybe it's, it's broken. Or it's bust. Yeah. <laughs> broken. Oh, yeah. well, but the thing is, so we've taken the, the kettle and... All right, uh, shall, shall I tell my missus to unplug the kettle then? Mm-hmm. You haven't got a clue, have you? You just went, mm-hmm. Oh, no, I was, I was having a, a drink then. I was, oh. I'd go, um... An alcoholic electrician? A, no, no, it was a drink of coffee, actually. Okay, fair play. Um, so, um... Uh, anything with an element in, like, um... Iron, kettle. Has the oven got an element in? Every, yeah, yeah. Right, because the oven, but, right. Right. Be, because I'm having... It should have its own circuit, Ian. Oh. It, it does have its own circuit. But, well, it's... The, uh, it, so the fuse box, this is really boring for everyone else. It's quite boring for me, but it's important because I could get burnt alive. Could I get burnt alive? <laughs> Not really, because it's tripping out. So oh, beautiful. So is the is the cupboard where we keep the um, the cleaning products on the top? 
Uh-huh. The hoover is in the bottom, and we'll have the iron on the top. That's where it lives. We don't do the ironing in there, because it's tiny. And then there's, like, a plastic box on the wall, and you have to do a clip switch to pull it down. And there are, I'm going to say, 16 fuses. And it will say garage, yeah. downstairs lights, upstairs lights, alarm, cooker. It's all that stuff, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the big red on the far right hand side. There's the big red on off. Okay, that's fine. That's that the that main it's it's the what? The main switch. That yeah. is the main, it, and in the, the middle, main. it's the one that keeps tripping. Little black switch. It just keeps tripping, and it trips all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's called an RCD. That is a residual current device. Okay. So what it does when that goes, yeah. all of that side of the board goes. Yeah, they all go. So. so so something that's plugged in yeah. is tripping it down, well, mate. Hang on a minute. I'd, wor- I'd worked that out myself. You hadn't, because well, you, you've got yeah. something plugged in that's... No, but I had... Took wor- everything out. Yeah. You took everything out there. Yeah. No. Have you took everything out of there? What, do you mean everything out... Would you mean every plug in the wall? Yes. Of course I haven't. That would take ages. We've got loads of stuff plugged in. Sometimes we've got, like, six plugs. We've got six plugs plugged into one adapter. Well, just stop being lazy and just take one out at a time and see which one it is that trips it down, and then you will be a winner. And 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 for that, you probably charge like three hundred quid or something, wouldn't you? Oh no, not for you. It's free, isn't it, mate. No, it's not. Anyway. I've had that look. Right, I don't get it so often, but I've had that look when um, workmen come round. They <laughs> see. For, it used to be when I lived in a grotty flat, they'd see my face and think, "Oh, bloke off telly, dollar." And I'd say, no, I'm not from Dollar, I'm the 11 o'clock show. But now they come round, and I'll be honest, Paul, I live in quite a nice house, okay? I'm married rich. Um, And they see the nice house, and they just think, Dollar. And they whack up the bill. No, just call me, mate. Just call me if you need me to sort it out for you. Paul, you're a good lad. Moving on. Moving Moving on, on, yes. Yes. Two things, right? I've been on, uh, well, no. I'll be on antidepressants, right, because you've been talking about it for a while. Oh, yeah. And a fluoxetine for, like, 16 years, mate. And I'm worried to come off it myself, like... Which is the, which is the fluoxetine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the yeah, one I'm... That's the one I'm on, isn't it? No, it's... You're on a... It has a pain, I no, think. I, I, well, I'm on, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Headphones off. Don't swear. I'm just going over to get me bag. Coming back. Coming back. I'm on the metazapine at night time. Yeah. And then I've just started... Oh, no, I'm on the Venlafaxine. Do you want to swap? I'm right. joking, guys. No. <laughs> the, po- the point is, I don't want to come off them because I'm scared to come off them. Like, you yeah. know, that's what, I'm, that's what my point is, not really. But if, you, if it's messing you about so much, maybe speak to the doctor or whatever and go from there. I've got to book an appointment to see the doctor. And, but, I, I, see, I, I'm in the trap of, I, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, why do you want to come off them? You just, you just want to see if you can survive. Yeah, man, because I got really down and really pissed up and they're yeah. upset with life in general, like, you know, and I just thought, uh, you know, I've got, I've got children now, young children, yeah. you know, what do I need to be on them? Or, you know, because these children make me feel better and I've got a missus who's pretty good, like, you know, so. Um, um, well, obviously you, you would seek advice from your doctor first. Exactly, yes, yes. Because exactly, I did the yes. thing, I came off the metazapine cold turkey and for the first, like, ten days I was like, I was on top of the world, losing weight, yeah. I was busy, I was creative, I was active and then I went psycho. That's what I'm worried about, dude. 
when I've heard from what you said. Because it's 16 years I've been taking for the boxing yeah. food, mate. It's going to be, listen, know, it's going to be, um, I've come off them in the, normally I've come off them. The last time I came off them, it's because I went on holiday and I forgot to take them. And I phoned up my doctor and he said, look, you're not going to get them for two weeks. Maybe now's a good time to try see what it's like off them. And it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, 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 it's bumpy coming off them, even if you do it gradually. But if you do it gradually over, you know, I, I don't know. Again, you'd speak to your doctor, but over a period of three months, six months, something like that, it's less bumpy. Yeah, I've got you, man. Speak to your doctor, yeah. man. Okay, then. Nice um, one, Paul. Thing, oh, flipping. Thing, was this the, is this the Paul I've, show? I've got it. I've got a gift for you, man. It's yeah. a kiss ticket standing. What? I don't want any money for it, what? right? What? You tell me where to post it to. It's what? at Birmingham Hang Arena. Hang on a minute. I know year. who you are. You're drunk, Paul. No, I'm not. You're 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 formerly drunk, Paul. I'm not, mate. I've, I said to you, I bought I bought you a ticket for kiss, you and can... I've got two tickets, yes. and you can have one. I like can't. I said. I can't come and see Kiss with you, Paul. You're very, very kind. Yeah, no, listen, you don't have to sit with me or stand with me. Oh. It's a standing ticket. You can stand on your own. Well, supposing you... Supposing you can, can you leave the ticket in a drop... Uh, uh, what do they call it? A dead phone box? No, what do they call it? A dead box? Drop... I'll post you the talk radio. What do they call it? They call it... Um, when spies leave letters or microfilm under rocks, they call it a drop box, a dead box. They call it a dead post box. They call it a dead... They call it something. There's a term for it. Proper term. Paul, I, I, listen, I love you, but I cannot accept it, but thank you very much indeed. I cannot accept a ticket to see... Think, I, I, I'm not really that bothered about seeing Kiss, if I'm completely honest. But, 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 I would like to take my boys to see them. But they're not playing in London. They're playing like on a Tuesday night. I'm not going to take the boys on a Tuesday night to see them. They'll be um, exhausted for school the next day. I am a responsible parent. Um, if they were playing a Friday or a Saturday, I would totally take the boys to see Kiss because they would find it terrifying and hilarious. And I mean, w- say what you like about Kiss. They know how to put on a show. Imagine this, right? You're in Wembley Arena, right? And it's cavernous in there. And um, suddenly, Gene Simmons is like spitting blood, right? Spits blood. Then he spits fire. And then he flies up to the top of Wembley Arena. And he's he's at the top and he's doing a one note. Get this. A one note bass solo at the top of Wembley Arena, right? And then uh, Ace Fraley, except it's not Ace Fraley, it's Tommy Thayer pretending to be Ace Fraley. His guitar fires rockets. <laughs> And then Paul Stanley flies right over the audience to the back of Wembley Arena, arena to a tiny little podium and sings Love Gun from there. So what's what happens? This is what they do. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. I saw Kiss play a secret concert at a tiny gig in front of about 600 people, right, in this small club in North London. And um, But they stupidly had um, the same pyrotechnics that they use in when they're playing arenas and stadiums right so they had this thing where it fired off um like it's like confetti cannon that's what it was but it's the confetti cannon they'd use in a, in a Wembley arena or the o2 and they did it in a tiny club and uh, somehow by firing this off it sucks out all of the oxygen from where you are and so they're on stage passing out and i've had this told to me by someone who was there they're they're doing their last song and they're struggling because there's no oxygen and they stagger off stage 
And two of Kiss said, oh, can't go out for an encore, we're knackered. And Paul Stanley went, we're Kiss, we're going out and we're doing an encore. Boom! Boom! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Chris, stay there. Comes you after this. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, I guess the news gets worse. I've just on my Facebook timeline. David Cassidy's retiring from concerts at the end of this year. Flipping heck! What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on with this world? My mission is to get David Cassidy on this show. It will happen. Chris! Good evening, sir. Good evening, Chris. Well, sorry to keep you what? waiting for so long. What do you have for us this evening? No worries. First time calling talk radio. I came to your show last weekend and thought I'd give you a bell. Oh, the rabbit hole? Yes, it was fantastic. I've uh, already booked my tickets for the next show. Oh, bless you. Did we, did we speak, Chris? Uh, yes, we did. I asked you to play a certain song, the Boa Constrictor song. Oh, well done you. Well done you. Now, I wonder if I've got it on my computer. If not, I will find it. Yes, I remember you. I rem- Hey, we're, um, I don't want to blow my own trumpet primarily because I don't have one. But, 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 we're at number five in the iTunes comedy chart, me and Kath, with the rabbit hole. Number five. Yep. It was easy to find as well, so it's obviously on there all okay. It's it's all up there. It's a podcast. We record it in front of a live audience. It's called The Rabbit Hole. Go to iTunes, type in Ian Lee or Catherine Boyle and Rabbit Hole, and Bob's your uncle. Fanny is your aunt. Uh, it will get, will get, if you doubt. Um, you can also get the radio show from there as well, guys. Uh, well, thank you for coming. Um, I wonder if I've got the Bar Constrictor song on it. Cause I, I, yes, yeah, we used to play that all the time. No, we haven't. I'll have to... Um, I'll, I'm going to purchase it. That's what I'm going to do. need to get that sorted. I'm I've got purchase. a couple of other things for you. Yeah, well. go on, go on. Okay, guests for you. Yes. Michael J. Fox. He'd be flipping brilliant. Have you read his book, Lucky Man? I have. It's fantastic. Isn't it incredible? Absolutely superb. But I bet he's got some good stories to tell as a guest. Um, I would imagine... Well, do you know what? I would imagine, I was going to say I'd imagine nigh on impossible. Always worth a punt. We've been surprised before. We can be surprised again. I can see Catherine beavering away there. He's added to the list, Chris. And there's one more, but this one may be a little bit difficult after your last phone call with them. Uh-oh. Tina Beloved Powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Right, for those who don't know, when we were at the other place, we had this... Um, uh, this uh, young lady who was running um, uh, a, a sort of school, a university, but it, it, it wasn't. It was it was a, it was a ripoff, um, and she was it was called Harvard, the Harvard Business School, and she was suing Harvard Business School, a uh, Harvard in America, for uh, infringement. And do you know what, Chris? Didn't they? Sure. They paid her. Didn't they pay her? They paid I her. I don't know. I, I think they remember. paid her about nine hundred quid. <laughs> I just remember listening to that call and having to stop at the side of the road because I was laughing so hard. I it. am sure she got some money and then she got done for like tax evasion or something. She's run away. I think she's run off to Nigeria. So, um. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. She was, we end, in the end, um, me and Kath made the decision not to have her on anymore because she was obviously, um, well, we thought mentally unwell, but actually, I think she might have been a genius. <laughs> Yeah, I think she might have been. She played it for so long, didn't she? I've been told she wants to be the president of Nigeria, don't we all? Don't we all? Um, well, you know, if, if Donald Trump can be American president, I'm sure she can do it there. He, um, 
Donald Trump, he's, he's, he's um, uh, tweeted, look, it's a brilliant tweet. Hang on a second. Um, I've got too many windows open on my computer. Um, we must keep evil out of our country. And evil's in, in quotation marks. So we must keep evil out of our country. So that means he's being sarcastic, doesn't it? Well... Yeah, he's a he's a genius and a player, Trump. Absolute mm. genius, and, and and President Bannon as well, who is my new personal hero. Um, that, that's I mean, it's it, we're all doomed, aren't we, Chris? I think we're all going to die. I think we are all in some way or another. Yeah, so I just try and live every day and enjoy it. Well, I tell you what, what is going to make us all feel a little bit happier? It's going to be this. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. And I don't like it very much. Oh, no. Oh, no. He swallowed my toe. He swallowed my toe. Oh, gee. Oh, gee. He's up on my knee. He's up to my knee. Oh, fiddle. He's reached my middle. He's reached my middle. Um, there is noise. I'm going to lick this. There is noise. Come. Sorry. What the heck? Yep. There is noise coming off of um, this uh, thing. We'll see. We'll see. Other Chris. Um, good evening. Good, oh, evening. good morning. Um, good yeah. e- it's evening. Uh, yes. Um, right. You just throw me then, because you're playing the, the... Hang on, you said that last time. All I did was go to you. You, uh, you. Last time you came on, you said that I threw you, and all I did was, was, was go well, to you. you. You always do it. Well, I always go okay. to I always have to... If you call in, I have to go to you. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. No, I don't, but there, yeah, otherwise you would, you would just be sat on the screen all night. If I didn't go to you... You no, would be sat on the screen all. all night. No, no, no. I, I was going to tell you. Yes? Um, you keep on... Um, so you have to come to my call then, do you? Well, if your call is on the screen, I don't have to come to your call, but manners dictate and the very nature of yes, a phone and radio I show. Have, I do have good manners, I'll have you know. Yeah. I, I, was, bo- wow. I, I was born and brought up in a, in a council estate. Me too. <laughs> Where? Um, in Pontypreth. Uh, don't give my um, address away. The, the last 30 seconds has told me more about you than the previous six calls we've had. Oh, thank um, you very much. It's not a compliment. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the tradition of a phone-in radio show, and I know we yes. threw the roll... Go on and dictate to me what? why I uh, ring a radio show then. That's not what I was, um, well, not what I was talking about. I was saying... I wasn't, can, am I being obtuse? No. What I'm saying is, you phoned in... Yes. And so, manners and the yes. very loose format of a phone-in show dictate that I, at some point, have to go to you and talk to you. So it shouldn't come as a surprise, as it has done on the last two times, that I'm coming to you. Because you, you can kind of ex- expect me to come to you at some point. 
Right. Uh, but uh, can we get on the, the conversation that you were talking about? I would love to, yes! Go on, then. Well, no, you go on there. What have you called in about? <laughs> right. Comedy shows. Oh, God. What's a comedy show? What's your favourite comedy? Now, I'm going to go and watch Mickey Flanagan. I can't, I can't I'm wait. I'm so to... sorry to hear that. Uh, why? I don't really know Mickey Flanagan. I've not seen I, him. I think he's... Why? I've, well, I don't really know Mickey Flanagan. I've not seen... Well, I don't either, but I, I think no. he is. Okay. Right. I don't... I don't. Oh, right. yeah. you, you shot me down in flames, now. I don't really know Mickey Flanagan. I've not seen him for about eight or nine years when I was still doing a few gigs and he was doing right. a gig and we did a gig together. Good. But I don't. Right. I don't watch comedian. I don't watch stand-up comedy on television. But I believe he's very popular, isn't he, at the moment? Uh, maybe yes. Oh. Uh, I, I I did get the, the sort of um, popular thing on TV. I suppose um, uh, one comedian I went to go and watch was um, what's that guy? He's on um, eight out of ten cats. And I, I went to go and watch. It. it was bloody awful. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I know. I could go and watch one of your shows. Perhaps you could be awful as well. Ian. I am. <laughs> I, oh, touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> hey, what's his name? I've I've forgotten got, his name. Jimmy Carr. No, no, no. Well, then I don't know. I don't watch eight out of ten cats. Not since I went on there and they humiliated me. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't see that show then. No, good. Right. It's happened, well, the same, they, it happened on the well, same day. It happened on the same. You should have st- stood up for yourself. Then. Well, I'm not very good on panel shows. I don't like panel shows. That's why I don't. Oh, come do on, them. Ian. Hello. I um, see that, that huh? when, when I uh, listen to you. Sometimes you say you take these tablets, and uh, uh, you sound as if you you're. Oh, here we go. No, what do you mean? Here we go. Uh, what I mean my, is, here my, we go. My, my partner says that to me. I'm about. What it means is, I'm about to get some advice that is um, is good intention, but is probably dangerous. <laughs> no, 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 no. My partner says that to me. She says, "Here we go," and she's French as well. That that makes it worse. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> I don't understand why why yeah. you sound a, so much of a, an happy person yeah and you take these tablets yeah. I, I don't understand imagine, imagine how miserable i'd sound if i didn't take the tablets oh, Christ, ian yeah well uh, well it'd make it worse i'd listen to the other station on the oh, other there side there we go see, Chris. <laughs> there we go but i don't I, okay i, I don't I understand why you walk with us with a white stick oh, d- what do you mean i don't understand why you walk with a white cane what? Uh, so you think I do it uh, just to, um, what do you mean? I don't understand why you walk with a white cane. Um, because I got a thing called retinitis pigmentosa. Right. And I wonder if we're going to hear the sound of a penny dropping. Ah, uh, y- and you wonder why I take those tablets. Oh, uh, all right. Okay. All right. Has the penny dropped? Right. Thank you. Has the all penny right. dropped? Thank you. Has thank it dropped? You. Thank you. Thank Has you. Has the penny dropped? All right. Okay. Has the penny dropped? Don't think it has, has it? <laughs> I don't think the penny's <laughs> dropped. <laughs> you use the white stick because it helps you get about with your life. 
I take antidepressants because... Yeah, but, but you, you, you do the radio... Helps program. me get about with my life. No, no, blah, 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 blah. Penny didn't drop. Penny didn't no, drop. Uh, no, it's not. Why do you use a white cane? Um, I haven't got any choice, have I? Right. Oh, card. Sorry, Yellow sorry. card. Yellow card. Sorry. One more and you're out. Um, yeah, I, I carry a cane. I used to teach. Right. Why do you carry a cane? Rather than, um... What is it, wrong with you? What is deficient in you that it requires that you need a cane? Um... It's not a trick question. No, because I can't see. Right. Okay. Because you, because you, because you have uh, there, yeah, you there know, is an issue like, with your eyes. Like I, I used to, I, I used to like to read a book. Yep. I, I, yeah. There is you an know, issue you, with you your. Talk, there is. You talk. Uh, you're, you're saying about reading a book. No. Yes. I'd love to read that book. Um, well, no. I'm, I'm listening. Is, I'm listening to. Uh, <laughs> I'm listening to the audiobook. You could do that. I could, yes. But I don't like listening to audiobooks. Right. It pisses me off. Right, that's 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 a yellow and a half card. One more uh, sorry one more, I Chris, and you're gone. All right, sorry. You're missing yeah. a really obvious, obvious thing, right? You use a white cane yes. because you have a condition whereby your eyes don't work as well as other people's. Okay? So it's a kind of tool. Right, I take antidepressants because my spirit and my head don't work as well as other people's. It's a kind of tool. It levels the playing field for both of right. us. Your cane and my pills level the playing field. I, ju I just don't understand that. I'm sorry. That's, I mean, I can't explain it anymore. I know. Simply no, than that. you sound. Uh, but Ian, you sound such a. And you don't sound. You don't sound blind. Oh, that's so bloody contra... That's so... What do you mean, I don't sound blind? What do you mean, that's I so... don't sound depressed? <laughs> I, I can't think of the word I'm, I'm thinking of. That, that's... Okay, you're taking... No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm absolutely not. I'm being 100% straight with you. What do you mean, I don't sound depressed? Because I, I listen to your show. Yeah, you you don't sound I, I blind. Listen I listen to your phone calls. And, and and I listen to when you change over from J James Whale and you have a, a banter with with him. And he, but do you listen? Perhaps I don't. No, you don't. You did not listen to the last two minutes. I I've listened to uh, when uh, when you had your you little heard. boy on on the station. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. It's I good thought though. that was fabulous. Listen, I'm not having a go. I'm not having a go. But, but, um, y y wh why would you say that someone doesn't sound depressed and and then not get it when I say, but you don't sound blind? Because I'm not blind. All right, you don't sound like you're um uh, y you have problems not, with your I, vision. I'm not blind. Okay. Okay. I got. I, I get robbed every. It's, mm. it's like having a big sticker on my head. Come and rob me. Come on. 
Yeah. It, Have a go at me. Okay. Well, now we're playing the victim a little bit, and that's not what this uh, is about. Uh, what, I'm, yes. what I'm saying is, I, we uh, both uh, have... Yes, Chris. I am playing the victim, because I got robbed the other week. Yeah, I know you did, and I gave you some uh, advice, I and you got... I gave you some... I gave you well. some advice, and you got angry with me, so I'm not getting involved in that again. Listen, we both have medical conditions. We both use things that help us get through our medical conditions. For you, it's a white cane. For me, it's pills. Right. Okay. Thanks. Right. Thanks for calling. Take care. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee. Talk radio. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, let's have. Um... No, I don't want one. Let's go to Jerry. Oh, that call just summed up that mental illness is invisible, so people don't believe it's real. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, Jerry. I mean, I, it was bashing your head against a brick wall, but it don't matter. It don't I, matter. How you doing, Jerry? I'm doing all right. Sounding I'm, good tonight. Have my care plan reviewed again. Uh-oh, what does that mean? They're going to boot you out. You're well enough to go and work. Go and get a job, otherwise we're going to stop your benefits. I did try that one. Try get me working. Yeah, good, you should be working. Yeah, but freezing. Don't matter about the freezing, about the shaking, I don't care. I sh- why should I be, why should my taxes be supporting you, Jerry? Taxes, I think I'm taxing for too many Not taxes, you put in. Taxes. 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 The, the crime, crime, crime prosecution service. Yes. What about them? What, what have they done now? Exciting. No, that's who we worked for. They tried. They, they did a week there, but got got stuck in the lift. Oh, flipping heck! That so old, that rescued. old ploy. The old let's get let's pretend we're frozen and getting stuck in a lift ploy, huh? Huh? Yeah. It's I start coming down with Parkinson's. Yeah. People don't believe me. They they just like think it was. Taking the P.I.S. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, um... As soon as you get a wheelchair, it's the American Express. I wonder how long... So, at the moment, Donald Trump mm-hmm. is against Muslims, and he's a little bit against Jews. I wonder how long before he comes for the disabled. Because it's been the Muslims and the Jews so far, and the Mexicans. Be the disabled soon. It's about, I know he did the, the impression of that guy... Um, uh, the, the the reporter at one of the the big um, rallies. I wonder how long before he does a tweet about lazy disabled people. I wonder. But Steve Coogan. Yeah. Did he start off with a James Rail or Anthony H Wilson? He uh, started, well, I don't know, he didn't start off on James Whale, I don't think, but he did. He did a couple of James Whale radio shows. Did he? Oh, uh, was he? Okay. Well, he used to um, do like impressions and stuff, didn't he? he did voices yeah. for um, Spitting know. Image. Yeah. yeah. Anthony H. Wilson loved him. He was a funny man. I wasn't. Do you know what? I was. I'm. I'm ashamed to say that I was a little bit unaware mm. of him. Of course, I've now seen Twenty Four Hour Party People, which is wonderful, um, and I know a bit more about him. But I, I he kind of. I, I was never really that. Um, gend up on him, which is a shame because I, I would have had a, I would have had an excellent interview with him. I can not report, so he's on every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah he had a TV program. Didn't he? That's where he introduced like um, Joy yeah, Division news, and stuff. Newscaster as well to the news. Yeah, he started. He started to show that there's the, the one where they start up businesses and put their own money. In. What's that, Dragon's Den? Yeah, he did a did a program like that. Fine start. Oh, 
I don't watch Dragon's Den anymore, because all the classic... All the classic people have gone now, and it's all people that I don't recognise. Is he still on? Well, he was always... I always found him quite boring. My favourite one was the woman that ran, um... Um, like this, this dream away red letter day company, and, and then it went bust. It went bust, yeah. and Peter Jones and Duncan Bannatyne bought her out. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, they bought her out. They should have shown that on the telly. Didn't they show that? They didn't. Should have gone with the Jones. Yeah. They should. The they should have shown that. Um, and I also um, liked the guy that unfortunately was accused of um, sex offences. Oh, well, you're doing this weekend. Anything planned? Sex offences. No, this weekend. No. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, uh, sleep tomorrow. Oh, I'm on the real hustle tomorrow. I'm on the real hustle. If I, I, I said I'd do it. And then it's like quarter past two in the afternoon. I don't know if I'll be up then. What's that, my beta? Um, the real hustle, I'm going to be on talking about scammers and uh, how to deal with them. And the way you deal with them is you set fire to their cars. Um, and then Sunday, not Scousers, no. Sunday I was supposed to be doing Sky Papers, but I cancelled it. I've cancelled it. I've cancelled it. I've cancelled it and I've cancelled the one. I had another one in February. I've cancelled them, guys, because I don't fancy getting up at stupid o'clock while I'm not feeling particularly well. So they're off. They're off limits. Your house comes first. Yes. Do you know what it does? And it's really hard. I was talking to James Whale about this yesterday, actually. And he's what convinced me to cancel it, even though we didn't talk about it. But he was saying about when you're a freelancer like we are, it's really hard to say no to work. You know, work, you do this, yep, you do this, yep, I'm free, yep, I'll do it, yep, yep, yep. And actually, you end up doing lots of stuff, and you get a few quid, but your quality of life diminishes. So I'm going to lose a few hundred quid. I get, you get paid mm-hmm. a couple of hundred quid each time you do Sky Papers. I know. Um, but... I'm gonna you're gonna make your boys happy because you're gonna be with them. Yeah, I'll be with the well. I'll either be with the boys or I'll be asleep. And also, I find Sky actually quite hard work. I find it quite stressful. So I'm gonna leave it this month and then maybe go back to it in March. We'll see what happens. It increases your profile, though, don't you suppose? Well, yeah, the thing that agents always say is, well, not my agent, but the agents I've had previously and comedy agents are, well, you never know where it will lead. Well, it will lead to me doing another one of these or an equally, you know, similar kind of booking. They don't lead. I'm not going to, you know, my TV, my TV days, Jerry, are over. Um, apart from the odd appearance here and there. So, um, you know, whatever, whatever. Tell you things lead to lonely life. Eamon Eamon's could on TV all the time. Yeah, I like Eamon. Eamon's a nice lad. He's a nice lad. Nice man, but he's just as timber to work. I think he overworks. He does work a lot. Well, he doesn't do the Sky Breakfast anymore. Um, well, he's going, oh, you said he's retiring, then goes on to something else. Um, he must be making an absolute fortune, Eamon. Absolute yeah. fortune. But, but do you know what? Working. Eamon Holmes has always been, apart from one incident when I annoyed him, <laughs> he gave me the, the, the look of death. He's always been absolutely delightful to me and very encouraging so i've got a lot of time for aim and home and to send you if you need to, say, you need to chill out take time out yeah too much hard work yeah well i'm gonna take time out i bought some computer games today for uh, the spectrum yeah for the spectrum jerry that's right and i'll be playing ghostbusters he slimed me <laughs> <laughs> thank you jerry <laughs> pablo 
I ain't afraid of no ghost. Hey, he slimed me. Um, <laughs> good evening, Pablo. How do you? How do, Pabs? I'm all right. Yeah. What, what, what you got planned for this weekend? Um, not much. I'm taking the, the daughter to a theatre school type thing oh. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. She, she, she's into singing and dancing and acting, is she? No, she's just mad as a rabid dog, so oh, it's just, we we're, we're just trying to find something that will find focus the, her. Find the thing that will wear her out and she can throw all her passion into. Well, uh, her grandmother took her to a uh, panto over the season. Yeah. Panto season. Yeah. Um, and she, she was trying to get in the, um, the orchestra pit, trying to get on the stage, all that, so we tried to focus that onto, well, if you want to be on the stage... Let's let's get you in there. A little bit of acting and singing and dancing. Let's get you, you in it? there. Cat's daughter's been on the stage recently, and she loved it. Was it, it was eldest, wasn't it, Biggin? And she absolutely loved it. Well, can, can, can I ask Cap? Are, are you are you milking it for everything you can? Are you, are you getting money from it? The, what money from it? Now. What do you mean, like like doing ads and stuff? Well, I, I'm not, I'm not saying I want to take advantage of my child, but uh, she she's she's a cutie. Get them so, um, earning while they are young. Slightly uncomfortable. Well, get them earning. Get listen. Hey, get them in the. Get them in front. Get them doing some adverts. Get them in a. Get them in a sitcom. Flipping heck. Make a few quid what? out of them. Well, that, that, that's the dream. Live by. They cost you a children. fortune, Pablo. You might as well try and get a few quid back while you can, and before while they're they're so young that all the money goes directly to you. Do what, um, do what, um, the little kid, kid's parents did from, um, different strokes, but don't do it so overtly because didn't he try and kill them? No, he, well, he left them in, left them with some fellow with a bicycle shop who had ulterior motives. Oh. Uh, I remember that was an episode. No, not in the, it. I'm talking about in real life, you muppet. Oh, no, he no, tried no, to he, kill he his went, parents, I think, didn't he? Wait, the, the, the main He's dead now, so he, we're not liking him. Yeah, he was banging with, um, like, chemical drugs and whatnot. The curse of different strokes. She made porn films and the, um, two year Although Willis ended up, Willis ended up in, in Community, my favourite sitcom that Catherine Boyle refuses to watch, is despi- watch it, despite it being amazing. Pablo, I've got to say goodbye to you. Um, 0344-499-1000. Another, you didn't, you watched one episode. And there are seven, six, seven series of it, and it gets gets better and better and better. Late nights with Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Lies just around the bend So if you want to join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down 
Racist. I've been racist this evening. Uh, it wasn't Willis, of course. It was um, Cosby's son that was in uh, Community. The other young black actor. You see? 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee. The last hour of the show. If you go to iTunes, there are two podcasts awaiting your delectation. There is the pos- podcast of this show. Uh, and you can subscribe. If you subscribe, by the way, on iTunes, you can get it on Pocket Cast and... Loads of other different. Your, your usual podcast provider will probably have uh, the, the the best, the daily best of for this show. If you do get it from iTunes, though, can I ask you a massive favour? Can you um, subscribe and unsubscribe, then subscribe again, and also just just get off your lazy Harris and spend thirty seconds type, even if it's just a three word review. That was good, and then click five stars. How long does that take? If you're subscribing. How long does that take to do? You lazy gits, right? And I know that um, hardly any of you have done it. Right, let's go and find the podcast, right? The the talk radio podcast. Let me go and find this. Hang on. Uh, comedy. Down at 64, right? We We sometimes... We regularly get, on a daily basis, between 6 and 12,000 downloads, right? Between 6 and 12,000 thousand downloads right how many um reviews have been left 475 so that means there's between five and a half thousand and eleven and a half thousand of you haven't bothered to leave a review <laughs> the fl- what's your problem seriously what is your problem right it doesn't take long it takes you 30 seconds that was good star that was good i tell you what we'll do right is um next friday remind me of this catherine next friday we'll, we'll find a, a prize like a mug or something we'll nick the, the mug that jason cundy's urinated in or something um and we will pick at random all you've got to do is write a review right that says that was good and leave star that was good that's it right 
and we will go through all of the reviews that say that was good, and we'll pick one at random, and you will be a winner. Remind me to mention that on Monday when people are actually listening, because people are out on Friday. Bang at it! Um, and then next Friday, we'll, we're going to go through all the reviews that say that was good, and we'll pick one at random, and they'll win. Like, I don't know. It'll be a mug or something. It'll be something. It'll be something. Right? Be something. So that will happen. Okay? But you've just got to go on there. Oh, no. Oh, I bought my cartoons. No, they monitor. You see, when you download iTunes, um, they monitor um, where what you buy in the shops. No, they don't. That's the Tesco Club Card, you muppets. Tesco Club Card monitor what you buy in the shops because um, they want to give you the best deals they can and kill your family. They don't. That's Waitrose. They don't. So, all you got to do, go on there, and it has to say, the review has to say, that was good. If it says any more, you can't be entered. If it says any less, you can't be entered, right? If you go on there and say, that was good, five stars, and next Friday we will pick... You've got to do it, because it takes a few days for the reviews to get through, so make sure you've got it done by Wednesday. Do it now! And we will pick uh, one at random. You can also do it for our other show, mine and Catherine's show, where we share equal billing, um, the rabbit hole. If you go on to iTunes, uh, type in Ian Lee or Catherine Boyle or rabbit hole, it pops up. We're number five in the charts at the moment. Are we, have we sunk down? Have we sunk down? Let me have a little look. Hang on a second. Let's get this uh, sorted out. Hang on. Oh, we're down number seven. Lucky number seven. Number seven on my screen. Number seven. Um, and if you leave a review there, then I'll tell you what we'll do. The next, uh, this is what we'll do. Um, the next, um, Rabbit Show record on February the 19th, we'll give away a t-shirt. Oh, t-shirts. Oh yeah, there's going to be t-shirts available tomorrow and sweaters. T-shirts and sweaters available tomorrow from, uh, our good friends uh, who make t-shirts and stuff. That's all happening. So we'll, we'll get, it, it's a, it's a, it's a blatant attempt to get your affection, guys. And do you know what? I'm not against bribing you suckers. Cause that's what you want. You, you, you don't just want top quality, um, entertainment for free. You also want free cheers man you want like mugs and t-shirts and that kind of stuff well that's what you're gonna get all you gotta do is write that was good on the itunes reviews for this show um and it makes sure it's done by sort of wednesday cause it takes a couple of days to get through next friday we'll pick a winner and um on the rabbit show whole rabbit hole thing if you can write whatever you want five star reviews and the next record on february the 19th We'll pick a name at random, and they will win a free T-shirt. How's about them apples? 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Rod Stewart's got a beautiful turn of phrase, isn't he? He's a very romantic man. Wake up, Maggie, I think I got something to say to you. We are sailing... Will you see me tonight on a door on the train? Pop legend Rod Stewart says he won't have more kids, quotes, as he's put his cue back in the rack. All right. Yeah. By cue, he means penis. By rack, he means pants. Or does he mean vagina of one of his younger leggy wives? But then that doesn't work because then that would make a baby. 
Maybe he means rack. He wouldn't mean rubber Johnny, would he? But listen to Partridge too much. He's talking about... <laughs> he goes camping and he ends up in a kid's tent. It's like being in a rubber Johnny. After three wives and a couple of high-profile superstar lovers... I want a high-profile superstar lover. I wouldn't. I'd be way too intimidated. But it'll be nice to say. Be a story to tell the grandkids. I once had a high-profile superstar lover. Rod, 72, says he won't be emulating close pal Ronnie Wood. You bet he would. 69, who recently fathered twins. He admits his two youngest kids with wife Penny Lancaster keep him busy, adding... I'm making the most of it. It's the greatest gift at my age to have a five-year-old and a ten-year-old. They are my whole life. That and pretending to be Scottish. Because <laughs> he's not, is he? He's not. He was born in... He wasn't even born in Scotland. He was born in London. He was born in South London. He's not Scottish. Where does that myth come from? I Rod Stewart's a wee Scottish laddie. Yeah, my name's Rod Stewart. And I'm, um, Scottish. Is he, Eck? He's putting his cue back in the rack. And his balls in his pockets. <laughs> Last hour of the show, guys. If you don't call, you're losers. How about that? Yeah? 0344 499 Late Nights with Ian Lee. Talk radio. Late Nights, Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 No one wants to call in. That's fine. Catherine, come and join me. Come and, uh... Come and, uh... Well, like I said, join me. Apparently, you can't all leave the same review on iTunes because the, or iTunes gets funny. And if you all leave the same review, um, they delete the reviews. So, yeah. uh, variations on a theme. So don't write... But basically, just go and leave a flipping review for this show on iTunes. We will date them from uh, tonight until next week, and then we'll pick a winner, and you win. Like um, you just, It's just a cup or something. Something good, though. We'll be a bit rubbish. Um, there are more pictures from Beyonce's um, motherfucking wow. photo shoot. Yes. Should do some underwater shots. We thought it was just... Um, uh, it was just the one. Uh, it, oh look, <laughs> Grimmy! <laughs> oh, Grimmy! Oh, this is the thing. Grimmy has got the um, the whole BBC behind him, so he can do that. We haven't got the technology. The picture that we had yesterday with her wearing the green neck curtains. <laughs> I don't know how he's done it. Grimmy's put his face instead of her face. Grimmy's brilliant. Oh, Grimmy! They must have set that whole shoot up. But what he doesn't know is. I've put a, a picture of me inside her belly. So if <laughs> One you, of the unborn children. If you scan her belly... I know both of them. <laughs> if you scan her belly, you get... Um, uh, 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 not an Instagram. Mammogram. Not mammogram. No. What do they call it? It's a cardiogram? No. An osteopath? No. A sonogram? Yeah, of me. 
<laughs> anyway, she's done more pictures. One of them, she's forgot to put her bra on. She's having to hold her a rather pendulous boob. Well, you would hold them. Have you ever tried to run down the stairs when you've not got a bra on? Not with, not with Beyonce's boobs in my hands. Because mm. um, I'm sure Jay-Z has got a gun somewhere in the house. So I certainly <laughs> wouldn't want to do that. Well, I've, I've never that. run down the stairs holding her boobs. But I've run down the stairs holding my own. Pregnant Beyonce sent the web into meltdown. Um, that's what it was. That's what that sticky mess was. <laughs> After revealing her baby bump in a series of eye-popping snaps. The superstar singer, 35. Did I say stinger? No. Shared the images, which she called, I have three hearts. All right, Doctor Who plus one. Just hours after announcing she was expecting twins. The single ladies hit maker... <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you were wondering if it was that Beyonce. Posed nude in some of the pictures, using just her hands to cover her modesty. Boobs. Others showed her swimming underwater and with five-year-old daughter Blue Ivy, who appears kissing her swelling stomach. <laughs> swelling. Gee, that stomach's swelling. Beyonce and husband Jay's, 47, inset below, announced their happy news on her Instagram account. It sent fans into a frenzy, becoming the most liked Instagram post ever. I bet they drive their mates nuts on Facebook. Look at me, look at me. Every five minutes. Look what Blue Ivy did. Celebrities, here we go. This is what we want. I don't want to know what the plebs think. I don't want to know what the fans thought. Couldn't give a stuff about those losers. They're not special. If they were special, they wouldn't be fans. They'd be celebrities. Celebrities sent their congratulations. Rihanna said she was so excited and Rita Ora wrote, So beautiful. Sources claimed yesterday that the star used IVF to get pregnant. One insider said, Beyonce had IVF to conceive as she finds the thought of having actual intercourse with Jay's horrific. What? That's not true. That's not true, is it? Did you make that bit up? Jay's has been pressurising her to have more kids for so long and they've tried so many times in all the positions you can imagine. No! Missionary, doggy, reverse cowgirl, but to no luck. <laughs> they are both absolutely through the roof right now. I've not tried that well, one. I've not tried that one either. <laughs> Um, Gosh. The, the couple have previously spoken about their wish to have more kids. Blah, 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 blah. Boring, 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 boring. Couple reproduces, shock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, here we go. Romantics will splurge. Everything I say in my head <laughs> now sounds pardon? like... <laughs> sorry, I should have finished that sentence. Everything I say in my head sounds like Alan Partridge now. <laughs> well, Romantics will splurge is certainly quite partridge <laughs> It's, it's so funny that book. Go and go and download I'm it. Starting with, download your, with your own login, of course. Don't use my login. That would be against the law. Um, it's so funny when he talks about. Um, oh, Don't spoil it for me. He talks about um, uh, stalking Bruno Brooks. <laughs> it's, it's we've brilliant. all done it. Uh, and he goes to um, uh, um, oh. Um, Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's funny. Romantics will splurge £700 million on Valentine goodies. No. Tomorrow... Oh, we, I just made this up! Tomorrow is Red Saturday. No, it's not. It's Saturday. <laughs> Who says it's Clinton's cards? <laughs> yeah, let's find out. 
Oh, no, OK. E-harmony. With, with spending expected to top 28 million nicker on knickers. Mm. More than one million people will hit the shops. No, they won't. Hang on a minute. More than one million people will hit the shops and buy kinky outfits. <laughs> presents and book romantic dinners. Lovers in Scotland and London will spend the most during the next two weeks. Dating activity will increase by 55% according to dating site eHarmony. What do they mean by dating activity? Like, ooh, ooh, and then a bit of... Right, okay. <laughs> okay. And that as well. Wow. That's not first date, though, is it? A whopping... Well, it is these days. A whopping 69 million pounds... I bet it's not. I bet it's 68 million, but they yeah, just went just... one up to make it um, the funny number. That's what's not All right, mate. There's no need to um, be filthy. We're, we're keeping it just the right side of legal, and you, you may have just crossed an Ofcom line. <laughs> A whopping 69... Stop saying it. ...million pounds will be spent on 69. <laughs> <laughs> no. Will be spent on flowers, forty-two million on chocolates, but seventy-seven million will go on jewellery. Spokeswoman Rachel Lloyd said, "Red Saturday sees a huge boom in consumer spending as Brits prepare for Valentine's no, Day." No, this is nonsense. She's totally. This is. She's totally. This is saucy fake news. outfits to thrill. Page twenty-two, twenty-seven. That's going to be a spread. Let's a <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, saucy outfits to thrill. Oh, she's got. She's doing that face. <laughs> by by the words is it by Nadine Linge? What? L i n g e. Oh, good. Linge. It's like a cross between minge and lingerie, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? Appropriately enough, I don't like red lace. I think it looks very tacky. Yeah, I know. That's why blokes blokes like red. <laughs> yeah, I know. And women do. don't. No, they do. Um, a whore in the kitchen. And a, a chef in the bedroom. <laughs> That's very, what I'm going to get when I'm a millionaire. Very messy. Um, Stuart's, oh, hang on a second. Stuart's called in. Good evening, Stuart. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm good, thank you very much. What you got for us? Just wanted to say, watched your Down the uh, Rabbit Hole last weekend on Periscope. Oh, Brilliant. did you watch it? Oh, did you? Was it all right? Was it enjoy? We had a few problems with the Periscope, but we, we had it for most of it. Did, was it all right to watch it? Yeah, it was in and out, but it was it was really good. Steady. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Very, oh, well, very funny. Well, thank you very much indeed. I'm glad. Did you watch it when it was on the 360? Yeah, because we got we did we streamed the first one on the 360. Then it changed the battery, so we couldn't do it for the second one. And what it is is that ca- we, we've used it here, but it's that camera where if you're watching it on your phone, you can move your phone around and you can look around, or if you're on a laptop, you can kind of swipe it around. My yeah. mate Scott was watching it. And he told me that he spent the first 20 minutes looking at the the table that we had the computer on because he didn't know you could move it around. <laughs> so he was just looking at that like a pudding. Well, he yeah, was the it, only one... It confused me initially. I thought I couldn't figure out what it was I was looking at. But, he he yeah. was the only one not looking at the attractive blonde on the front row because everyone else was, weren't they? I didn't, I didn't notice an attractive blonde. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't honestly say. I you know, know exactly what I'm talking about. I do know exactly what you... Well, thank you, Stuart. Have you listened to the... Um, have you downloaded the podcast? I haven't got round to it yet. Um... um 
but you need to g your audience up a bit next time. Yes. Well, they were. Th- the thing is, they didn't know what to expect, and that partly came from the fact that me and Catherine didn't know what to expect. So uh, we've we've got a bit more idea, and we're going to make sure that the, the next one we do on February the nineteenth, there are still tickets available. Um, we're going to make sure that they're more involved. We're going to f- get get our heads together and work out how we can get them more involved. Yeah. I'm far too far away to get a ticket. I wish I could. But. Well, whereabouts are you, Stuart? Right up in very north Northumberland. I don't mm. know where that is. Is that that's well? Because we, well, we are looking nearly Scotland. We are yeah. looking at doing it in other places. And other places we would like to do it would be Birmingham, Manchester, and possibly Glasgow. Um, but we just need to try and find venues and stuff. But it, 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 we, we, we you, you better get ready. We may be coming to your town, not oh, your town, but near to it. Thank you, Stuart. I'm glad you enjoyed it, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much indeed. We, 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 um, uh, oh, here we go. This is, um, do you want to know how much time men spend ogling? Ogling. Boogling. Mm. Ogling what? Women. Mm. Birds. I'll tell you exactly how much time here. Uh, this is probably the best thing that's ever appeared in the Daily Mail. Um, apart from that brilliant story that was in the Mail Online about, um, uh, written by this woman, this female journalist whose name escapes me, where she pokes fun at someone who said they'd voted for Brexit because of straight bananas, and then someone's linked it to a story in the Mail Online about straight bananas written by that woman. <laughs> That's Same brilliant. journalist. Have you seen it? No. Oh, it's hilarious. I shall certainly look it up. My favourite part of the mail is when they do a double page spread of, like, cats with, like, hats on and stuff. Oh, I like it. Cats that look like um, their owner's mums. Yeah, that one. Um, how much time do you spend on different activities across an entire lifetime? New research reveal figures that will jolt you. Um, ogling. Adult men... I think this is... I think they've underplayed this one. You think this, this is conservative? No, I think they've underplayed this one, most definitely. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. by the way. Adult men spend, on average, more than 11 months of their lives eyeing up the ladies. They gaze up to 10 women... Ev- they gaze at up to 10 women every day, spending an average of 43 minutes in total admiring them. <laughs> A poll of 3,000 people revealed that supermarkets are the most common venue for this activity. Really? Yeah. The thing is, we know. You, you know, you can tell. And there's a lot of reflective services. Oh, this is one of the joys, because I get looked at a lot. Not because I'm hot, I am, but because some people recognise me. And not so much now, but I became an absolute master of using all surfaces around me to know when people were looking yeah. at me the um sometimes you have to duck on the tube to do it because of the curvy curvy windows and you you, you just see like one giant head mm-hmm. if you duck you can see that but windows mirrors uh, glass <laughs> the reflective doors all of this stuff i'm a master but of you it. can also sense it can't you you can tell in someone no. you've got you know you no. have you've got quite good senses because you said you've said to me before oh, oh, i've been spotted that's what it feels like to be a woman. You but can no, feel but that with your bum. It's not the senses. I'm using my eyes. <laughs> right. I'm using my eyes. Um... The weirdest thing is pretending you've not noticed. I've pretended to be asleep on the tube before. Have you? Yeah, you know, some knob was looking at me. I had some fella take it, taking a, a fella sat next to me once, taking a photo of me. But so he was on his phone <laughs> like this. Right. And so I'm sat next to him. He's on his phone doing this. And he's like, oh. 
So he's just... Um... <laughs> Not even over his... And I saw him do it. And I looked at him doing it. <laughs> I looked good. at him. Um, being hung over. On average, the English spend 368 days in a pub during a year. No. No, during their lives. The Welsh, 279. The Northern Irish, 299. Who cares about the Scottish? This all comes at a price. Two whole years will be lost to hangovers. Two whole flipping years hungover. It's horrible, isn't it? Imagine um, if you ha- if you could choose those when you were like fifteen to have them all in all those all that two years, but then after that you could you could cane it as much as you no, wanted. No, I'd be There'd dead be because no... I, because I'm a big puker. Oh, yeah, terrible, terrible. In my youth, gosh, we used to keep a tally when I was a student. We had like this sort of rolling tally, and um, literally a rolling tally, one of those where you could move the numbers along with a dial. Yeah, I was clocking everyone. It's disgusting. What a pig. Um, stuck in traffic. London drivers in- endure more than six months stationary in gridlocks, while across the UK drivers spend thirty hours on average in jams last year. Oh, is that all? Thirty hours in a year? Oh, come off it! That that that's way way low. That's too low. It's an outrage. You need to write to these people. I will do. The, the global road traffic monitor, Inrix. <sighs> Thanks to the proliferation of traffic in our crowded cities, a fifth of British motorists will sacrifice a year of their lives to traffic jams. All in all, the British motorist now spends three years and four months of their lives behind the wheel and the equivalent of two days a year at a red light. I know that red light. It's on the way home from here. 0344. Oh, they're not phoning in. Stuff them. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk... I don't think third eye means what you think it means, Catherine. It's, it's there, your pineal gland. My what? Your pineal gland. I haven't got one. You have, everyone's got one. A pineal? Everyone has got this um, pineal gland there. It's just there, it's your third eye. And that, and that is a fact, right? That is a fact. Everyone has got one. But scientists and doctors and surgeons and magicians, medical magicians, they don't know what it's for. Everyone's got one. This is this is actually a fact, right? Everyone has got a pineal gland there. If it's a gland, does it secrete something? Well, this is the thing. No one, no one has been able to work out what it's for. It's believed by shaman and mystics that it's um, it's our sixth sense. It's to communicate psychically. Oh, um, and that's that's what it is. Uh, uh, it's for. It's, it's known as your third eye, and you're a lot of. Um, a lot of spiritualist meditation will be to open your third eye to make yourself aware cosmically of, um, you know. Gosh, I mean, yeah. imagine it's quite hard to close again once that's open. Well, you're just making jokes about stuff, and I don't think you should. Ray. Good morning. Good evening. Or, or good evening. I, I thought I'd ring, and it sounded like you were getting annoyed that nobody had rung in. Ah, who cares about those losers, Ray? <laughs> who cares? The reason I'm ringing to ask you, um, do, do you think nowadays you're too, or, or you appear to be too controversial to be on TV? What? What? What, what are you saying? Well, what I mean is, I, I, I'm fed up with so many, what, what, how's the best way to describe them, inadequate presenters on television these days. Yeah. But, um, 
and I, I think you're great. And it just feels that you know there's so many sort of. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Con- but I'm not controversial. There's nothing really controversial about me. I'm just not um, what what they're looking for. But why is that? You think? Um, I don't know. I I had my turn, and I I muffed it up. I'm not. I'm not what they're after. I, I am too old. They want younger. They want younger, beautiful. No, it's true. They want. Yeah, no, but for TV, they want younger, beautiful people for the kind of stuff I was doing. Um, so I, I just fell out of favour with them, and I never got the the audiences. I never got the audiences. That's what it boils down to. Really? I never. I never got particularly big audiences. So they, um, you know, I had my time, Ray, and it it didn't work out. Would you go back, though, if there was something that you thought, that that, that would be good? No, i tell you what I would go back for. I would go back for um, a job. I wouldn't... I, 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 I wouldn't... I, I wouldn't go back because... Oh, God, that, if they asked me, and it paid okay, I'd do it. But I... The, the days of me considering television to be my career are long past me. So there's no jobs that I go for and go, God, I must get this because it's such a, it's such a good, a good job and a, a good role. I, I, honestly, I couldn't give a stuff. Um, for TV, uh, it, and I do get offered TV work, I ask how long and how much. And that's it. I, I don't care anymore. So if you see, if you see me on TV, it is a, it means that it's not taking up much time and it's paying quite well. Right. And that's it. Well, I think it's a little bit of a shame, though. As well, it's, uh, it's just the way it, it's just the way it works. It's just the way it works. You know, I, they, I don't get considered for TV jobs. I had my time, Ray, and um, boy, oh boy, what fun it was! <laughs> it was right, fun. Cheers. Thanks, Ray. Bye bye. Um, it's just that I, you know, the assumption being that radio's not as good. Yeah, I mean, radio doesn't pay as much, but um, I prefer radio. I've got a lot more freedom. Freedom! I won't let you down. Freedom! Gonna get the town. Freedom! Oh, gonna hit the town, is that? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the word to see. Freedom! I'm a judge. Freedom! George Michelson. Freedom! Mm. Gotta give it what you see. Freedom 17, the remix. Um, okay, here we go. Find out if you really know it all. It's a quiz. Oh, right. We'll do, we'll do a quiz, shall we? That's what Fun they want. Quiz. quiz master... Oh, general knowledge disaster. What are you doing? Getting a piece of paper and a pen. Well, I've got the answers in front of me. Well, I'm going to answer your quiz. Um, Riddle me re. Oh, no, it's boring, actually. Oh, is it? It is. Because it's quite um, beefy. No. Oh. Okay, here's a fun question. Number three, in which sport can you honk and bonk? I don't know. Honk and bonk. Mm. I don't know the answer. But the thing is, if I look at the answer to this, I'll see the answers to the rest of them. Honk, honk and bonk. Honk and bonk. Um, I want to say, bonk, it was kind of like bonk, a bonk, a bonk, a bonk, like a ball like type thing. Like a basketball. Thing. So I want to say, um, I want to say volleyball. Okay. But um, honk, honk, bonk, honk, bonk. What do you think? Um, I think something like um, curling. Okay, so number three. Cuddling. Oh, cycling. To honk is to ride out of the saddle and to bonk is to be depleted of energy. Oh, right, so ride out of the saddle, like when you're a kid and it's getting a bit tough, so you jump up on the pedals and give it that. Yeah, you give it the old um, wiggle waggle. Yeah, that's that's honking, is it? Or is that bonking? 
This is stupid questions. Go on. Here we go. Lyca the dog and Gordo the monkey were the first animals to do what? Go to space. Yeah. They didn't come back though, did they? Here we go. 2017 is the Chinese year of the rooster. What was last year's animal? Is it a rabbit? It was a monkey, I'm oh. going to say. I'm going to say a monkey. Yes, it was. It's a bit boring. Oh, okay. It's a little bit boring. I'll put my pen down. Yeah, it, it, it could have been a fun quiz. But I might the... just draw a little first. Oh, it's a little crying. I'm, I'm really tired and I'm, I'm quite hungry. Um, and I, I, I can't be bothered to finish the show. I mean, I'm going to. Yeah. Contractually obliged to. But, um, but if you had the power. I nearly didn't come in tonight. Because I've not been feeling well, and you know, I was I was saying last night, I don't think I'm going to come in tomorrow. I don't know yeah. if I can come in tomorrow. And what do I say when you say that? Don't come in. You should come in, Ian. I'm, I'll miss you. You're you're brilliant. No. You're the world needs you, Ian. The world needs you to. Um, was that you reading between the lines of what I actually said? The world needs you to come in and do radio. If you're not right, stay at home. Tiny lady can't reach the button for the lift. Oh, I know. This is good. Here we go. This is it. We're in. You want to make a few quid? I'll tell you how. I always want to make a few quid, yeah. Um, look at this. Phone app. You make, make an absolute killing. Love it. A parking firm I'm in is offering people a tenner, beautiful, to shop drivers, serves them right, using a phone app. I've got a phone. All they have to do to claim the cash. Oh, this is so sweet. All they have to do to claim the cash is send in a picture of an illegally parked car <gasps> together with its registration number. Beautiful. Oh. Absolutely beautiful. It's, um, what do they, it used to be called the Big Society. Ed, pull your finger out your arse and answer the phone. It used to be called the Big Society. Now it's the Shared Society. Who's what, sharing the society? What it means is dob on your neighbour. Last night, the RAC said the scheme run by UK car park management beggars belief. Well, only if you're parked in the wrong place. The firm gives private landowners a login to the app. Oh. Which allows staff or residents. Oh, well, that's disappointing. That's disappointing. Oh, and then it also means that everyone will know it's you that did it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not so keen on that. Not mm. so keen on that. Evening, George! Good evening, guys. Hey. Here we are, coming up. Oh, last 20 minutes. Yes. Um, sorry that it's, uh, uh, no one's phoning up. It doesn't matter. Hey, hey, by the way, by the way, it doesn't matter if no one phones up. Those are the shows that I get paid for, and I'm, I'm more than happy to sit here and chat away to myself. So my, my, my what anger. Chop liver. Yes. My anger at the slackers who can't be bothered to pull their fingers out and, and phone up the show is um i would say 35 40 percent of that is uh humorous 60 65 percent of that is genuine oh gosh i don't know should i hang up or do you want me to carry on talking <laughs> you can carry on talking if you want i'll be honest i feel hey, a little bit flaky right now so anything you can do to relieve the monotony would be uh gratefully appreciated yeah no problem well i've just listened to well i've not just I was listening to you. Um, as I was walking in today, I listened to the first podcast from the Rabbit Hole. Yes, your thoughts. Enjoyed it. Lovely. Yes, lovely. I Thank can't you. believe it was only 30 minutes long. 
That's a dig at you, Cap. Well, that's yeah, the way it's going to be. We're going to get three out of uh, two-hour show. Yeah, we're going to. We're gonna, we don't want to. We're going to keep it special. Yeah, we're going to keep it. You know, if you come along to the live show, you will see significantly more <laughs> than what is actually in the finished product. Yeah. And also, um, you know, we want to make it like snappy. So thirty, thirty-five minutes, forty on a good day. But it's going to be about half an hour long, so that you go, you can listen to it on the bus, you listen to it on the way to work. Beautiful. Yeah, Even wanting more, George. Yeah, I'm sorry. Also, I just wondered uh, if you ever got to the end of the riddle about uh what door good door bad door yes we did it turns out we were missing out a massive part of the riddle in yeah. that one of the doors leads to death and that's integral no we did say that no we yeah. didn't I, no, you yeah, did good door bad door that's yes we did because i edited yeah. it and i and i know that we well then that. you've you've edited it no no, no i've not incorrectly edi- i've not edited it in you've what i was edited saying is it inc- you've re-recorded I've, I've stuff heard, no i haven't you we no. start we mentioned it at one point but the ending of the question we didn't i said through one door, certain death. Through the yes. other, a beautiful garden. Yeah, but we, <laughs> but then we didn't always reference that. We just well, well but we, they're not Americans. They can we, remember stuff. We focused on the fact that one door was lying and one door was truth telling, yes. well, and that important. was not actually the key part. I think it's important. I think okay. it's relevant. Okay. See, but what you started, George? Pardon, sorry. But what you started? Oh no, I didn't mean to. Yeah. Right. I'm so sorry. I don't need, uh, it's just nice to talk to you guys. It's a nice little end for the week. I had a busy week. Uh, I've been told um, our landlord, at some point this year, he said he's going to sell our house, so we've got to move oh, out. Oh, flipping heck. I know, yeah. Like, we've got a two-month sort of rolling contract, so it could be any time. Two-month rolling contract? That's no, that's no secure. How long have you been there? Three years. Just signed our third contract, so this would have been the fourth year we'd be, we would have been living in. Oh. Yeah, so we've been trying to find uh, places to live, so <laughs> we've been, uh, you know, going on... We thought because we've been renting all this time, we've just got married this year, it's probably time to uh, go out and buy. So any suggestions, if anyone knows a good place to live? Probably, mm. oh, 40 minutes commuter from London. Probably looking north now. Um, well, 40 minutes that north of like London is Luton. Well. Yeah, it's that way. Like, oh, what's it called? Letchworth Garden City. Oh, and no. Biggles Way. No. Uh, exactly, all that sort of stuff. St Albans? podcast longer than 30 minutes. St Albans? train for 50 minutes. St Albans? Yeah, well, I, yeah, and what we can cost in and all that sort of stuff. I mean, they're all, they're all dumps around there, No, really. St Albans is nice, but, well, but it's pricey. Yeah. Not as pricey yeah. as London, though. The other thing I, I suspect it will be a bit of a bind for you now, George, is having to keep the house absolutely pristine in case someone comes around to have a look at it. And no, it's not even you no, selling it. not my job anymore. All right, He just wants to sell it. Okay. It's his bloody job now, isn't he it? He can stick it up his backside. <laughs> exactly. Hey, uh, also, I, just, I, I know about the pineal gland. Well, George, would you like to educate my um, co-host for the yeah, evening? Yeah, well, um, it's, uh, people know what it's done for years and years and years and years and years. Oh. And again, it's the old pseudoscience that say it's the soul to your mind. René Descartes originally came up with a sort of bunkum that it was where your soul lived in the brain. So hang on a minute, are you, are you disagreeing with me? Um, oh, I'm sorry, George, we seem oh. to have lost the line. Oh, and now we're going to an ad break. Oh. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Evening, Barry. Hello there, Ian. How's things? Things are all right. I'm tired, man. I'm tired and I'm hungry, and I'm glad it's the weekend. 
Yeah, I think you've done well tonight. Different sort of show, and I think what you said actually was correct. I think we've got a duty to phone in, mate, and at least um, <laughs> no. help you out a little bit. No, 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 no. Listen, if people aren't calling in, that's my fault, and, uh, I, you know, it's, it's up to me to... Um, is it windy there? It's up to me to um, keep the show going, Barry. It's all down on my shoulders. Don't you worry about that. What you got for us, boss? You're doing well, yeah. I just thought maybe just to cheer things up a little bit, yes. and, uh, you know, sort of... Uh, save it dragging along a little bit. Um, monkeys, I know it's uh, <laughs> yes. a band very, very close to your heart. Oh, own. yes. Uh, my Best Monkeys song, yep. Daydream Believer. Yeah, it's the be- it's my favourite favorite song of all time. When that's if I'm if I go into a shop or I go somewhere and that I hear that song playing in the background, then I can guarantee that magic is going to happen. Yeah, it's it's a it is a absolute cracking cracking track. Um, I like it. I do quite a lot of running, Ian. Oh. Um, well, I'm sort of getting on a little bit. I run yes. every day. Yes. Uh, I'm a, not a technical person. I don't even have a mobile phone. So uh, my you. grandkids help me out with all that stuff. Um, yes. One of the things people say, how do you manage without it? Well, you do. No? You do. You don't, you don't miss it if you've never had it. No, and I find, you know, it probably saves me a lot of problems that people get that are using it. Anyway, uh, coming back to this sort of iPod that they fixed me up with, it's yes. about the most technical thing I've got. Yeah. And Daydream Believer and quite a few other tracks are really, really nice tracks to run to. You know, you see. I hate running. What? Do, do you dig it? I can't stand running. I, I love it. I love it, uh, Ian, you know, and it's just, it's a way really of keeping fit, you yes. know, sort of I'm, I'm in that age now where, you know, uh, do, do your best you can, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm quite lucky that I can do it. And the fact that I like it is... Um, you know, excellent. But yeah, this this uh, sort of running side, and then I was thinking about tying in with what you said about the yeah. um, pineal gland. Yes, yes, yeah? yes, yes. Yeah, I, you know, my theory on this is, I, I find after working fifty years, you know, and you retire, and it's such, you, you know, you don't have to sell your labour anymore, yes. and you get a contentment about you. Oh. And I think that that's where a lot of that sort of stuff comes in, you know. I think it's tied up with uh, being perceptive. I think you're quite a perceptive person as well. Mm. Listening to the show, you know, you can judge people's ages and stuff like that. And I'm wondering if that's probably tied up with it. I know it's to do with chakras and all the rest of it. Now you've given us a bit of a spiritual side as well. You you know about the pineal gland in your chakras. Yeah, well, I I started sort of... I started in Buddhist meditation about 15 years ago. I mean... Um, I know Ken calls you, I mean, bless him, you know, it's the old Christian he thing. He doesn't, doesn't you anymore. No, I know, you know, but <laughs> I've got some lovely friends who are Christians, they don't all ram it down no, your throat. No, exactly. This thing going back to the Middle Ages, you know, where they kept us down with all this rubbish about purgatory and hell. Yes. And the persecution of, like, <laughs> menopausal ladies in yes. particular who had well, lost their husbands well, and, and how they were targets to be, you know, cited as being heretics yeah. and all this stuff that was going on. And it can be quite frightening. So I found with, with the sort of Buddhist practice, although, I mean, a lot of people come to our classes, you know, and they just want to sort of, you know, so. they just want a little bit of help with just, coping with life in general and yeah. buddhism's not a cur- do you do the chanting um no we don't do chanting as such it's really just relaxation oh. meditation but because i had a because I, I, I meditate i don't do buddhist meditation but i meditate and i had a friend tash who was really into the chanting she kept saying you've got to come chanting come and come and do some chanting and i never i never did the chanting well 
I, you know, what you ought to do, Ian, and I've done them for about, I suppose about, I must have done about 14 of them. I mean, I love the Krishnas, and, and you, you, yep. there's one day I go up to Glastonbury, and I've been doing probably about 13, 14 years, and you get with the Krishnas, and they are nice people to be around, you know. Oh, they're good really vegetarian tough. food, the Krishnas. Yeah, and that suits me, because I can have some nice uh, vegetarian food after it. Yep. And they go from uh, the car park in Glastonbury, I don't oh. you know Glastonbury Town. I know it, yes. Yeah, it's lovely. Right, very well, yeah. I go up there every Tuesday. I live in Western Supermare, but I go up there get the oh, vegetarian okay. stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I kind of, I've got friends in that area, so I kind of know it all quite. Listen, Barrett, I've got to move on because the phones have gone absolutely nuts. And I said, listen, nice to talk to you. Have a lovely weekend. We've got Colin in Australia. Evening, Colin. Oh, no, hang on a minute. I pressed the wrong button. Let me try that. Evening, Colin. Easy, you. Where's it going? What? How's it going? Are you all right? I, I'm, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. I'm good, man. Listen, man, that last caller you were talking to, it's funny, because, like, my missus, right, she's, like, her mum's got a shop over where I live in Australia right now, Williamstown. It's sunny, it's bright, it's morning time, it's about 11, 11am. Yeah. And and they got a shop that sells all kind of crystal stones, chakras, yeah. zen stuff, Buddhism yeah. business. Madness. See, it all links up. It all links up. Kind you were meant to come on yeah. after that, like, after Barry. Basically, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what's all this about Barry from Watford being dead, man? Oh, yeah, but we, I, I, uh, I had it from a very, very reliable source that Barry from Watford died. He was very, uh, he was, uh, he was assaulted and, um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting two and two together. His son Dave, who's Ooh. a lunatic and a drug addict, um, has recently been sent for um, uh, sentenced for like uh, uh, manslaughter or something. I think um, <laughs> Dave killed Barry. Cheese a peas. Yeah, cheese a peas. What about this? What about that geezer? Tears like food man. The what? Where is he? The Tears Like Food user. Oh, Tears Like Food, Leslie. Leslie. Um, Leslie, he'll, he'll call in. He calls in from time to time. And then he calls in to LBC. Yeah, I did see on the LBC yeah, the other night. LBC. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had him on LBC. Hey. He'll, he'll call yeah, in from time to time. You don't want too much Leslie. Too much Leslie can be a bad thing. Well, well fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? What are you doing, listen, what are you doing listening to this in Australia, man? Listen, man. Yeah, no, no, no. We're all like, uh, uh, listen, I've I'm, I'm, I'm like the same as the old call. Yeah, I've followed you for ages. Blah, blah, blah. Ah. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All, all right. that, but like, no, no. Can't like, listen. I'm going to let you go. Here, so I've right. got one more call. L- next time, give us a call with a bit more of the show left so we can have a proper chat. Thank you, mate. Um, Dan, last caller of the uh, the week for this show. What have you got for us? Um, I thought um, maybe we I, I could sing one of my show, uh, songs to end the show. Away you go. The time has come to say goodnight, to say sleep tight till the morning light. The time has come to say goodnight, it's the end of a lovely day. We've had so much fun today, tomorrow's just a dream away. And now it's time to say goodnight at the end of a lovely day. Good night. There's a, there's another two minutes to go, Dan. <sighs> Look, it's not me that does the back timing. Well, no, but you you did say you wanted to phone up and and mm-hmm. s- sing one of your songs to end to, the show. Thank so, you. I mean. To, to end the show and have you got another... not ended the show no no 
Got two minutes. Have you got a two minute? Well, a minute. Of, have you got a minute thirty-five song? Um, there's a guy on Twitter. I don't know if you've heard of, about him. He's, he's um, it's called K and the Gang. Oh uh, yeah, I know him. Yes. Could I sing one of his songs? No. Um, because uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm well aware of that act. TV Susie spells out head on show. <laughs> Viewers were left in stitches yesterday as Countdown Dictionary buff Susie Dent spelt out the word S-H-I-T head. <gasps> the Dictionary Corner whiz left host Nick Hewer stunned when she revealed the rude word. The letters the contestants had to work with, well, it was an anagram of that word. Mm. When she revealed it, Susie, who I've got a bit of a soft spot for, um, said, I apologise for this one in advance. It's in the dictionary, but it's head. Now, my gran will have seen that twice because my step-granddad likes to record Countdown, oh. watch it live, yeah. and then watch it again in the evening and get all the questions right. Really? Yeah, so he will have been enjoying that one. That's cheating. He's an interesting chap. Well, on that bombshell, dear listener, um, shame our last caller couldn't um, live up to the promise of uh, singing us out <laughs> to the end of the show, but we are done. There's the papers. Thanks. Put them in the bin. Um, download the podcasts. Um, if you type in Ian Lee Talk Radio, it pops up. Don't forget to leave reviews and we'll pick a winner next week. Thank you, Edmundo, for your help this week. Thank you, Catherine. Um, we will be back on Monday evening at 10 o'clock. Ta-ta. Talk Radio. Listen. Phone. Talk. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 